Welcome, everybody. It is the H3 Podcast. We are here. It is Friday, baby. Woo. Yes, yes, yes. Join, uh, uh, today's episode is sponsored by Honey and Native, who we love. And today we're joined by the elusive Anthony elusive. Fantano. And I say elusive because <laughs> we've been trying to get you on the show for a long time. But right. I'm happy to see that, that you're out here in L.A. And we're making it happen. And we're, it's nice to finally meet you in person. I know. We're, we can touch Cheers, each other. Bro. Yeah. Can touch each other for the first now time. Now we were ju- now we were just talking before we went live, and I actually wanted to follow- ask you an update. Yeah, you eat one meal a day, just lunch. I, I eat lunch and dinner. I skip breakfast. Okay. Well, bre- breakfast is usually just like a, lo- a lot of tea. Just a lot of tea. Just a lot of tea. Just a lot of green tea. Mm. Yeah. And so, um, okay, so you're doing two meals, so that's not that interesting. Yeah, kind of doing. Actually. Yeah, yeah, two meals and then kind of snacking throughout the day too. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Off, off, I'm, very, I'm off just, to a riveting beginning here. Yeah. I'm re- I'm reinventing the, <laughs> the 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 meal plan. Yeah. Well, yeah. some people say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but other people say it is not. Your thoughts? I'm one of those people. <laughs> I guess I'm one of the people that say it isn't. There it is, guys. All right. Thanks for watching. That's a wrap. Anthony, of course, I'm sure many of you know, uh, is a music reviewer here on YouTube and. I don't even want to necessarily blow smoke up your ass, but I don't know that there's another music reviewer today who has the, I don't, I don't know if influence is the right word, but like the pres, the presence, right? Mm. The respect. Mm. I've worked hard for the respect. What little there is. There's a little, little but I've, I've worked hard for it. Do you agree with that statement? Um, generally speaking, yeah, I, I often don't get the chance to take a whole lot of time to sit back and think about everything that I've accomplished yeah. over all this time. There was actually a, a viewer of mine that DM'd me this morning and said something like, I'm pretty sure you've reviewed over 3,000 albums since you've started the YouTube That's channel. That's crazy. And I've said, are you serious? And he said, well, since about 2009, 2010, you've been, you've been reviewing like about five albums a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a week. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my YouTube on my main channel, uh, you know, video count, it says it's around, it's just under 4,000. Damn. And, you know, I even sort of lowballed it a little bit and I did four times, you know, 52 for, you know, uh, so many years since I've started. And um, yeah, I mean, it came out to just uh, around like under three, three K. So if you're reviewing that many albums and you say you do about five, four to five a week, four to five a week. So how much time do you think you need to spend listening to an album before you feel like I can judge the quality of this? I know for myself that sometimes I listen to music and the first few listens, I'm not into it. And I'm sure that's a common phenomenon, right? Yeah. And then as you listen to it more and more, you, you, you like it more. I don't know if that means it's better or you're just more familiar with this. So much, so much enjoyment with music generally has to do with familiarity and right. recognition of patterns, right. uh, be they melodic repetition or rhythmic repetition, whatever it is. And sometimes, especially with genres or styles of music that are foreign to you, you do need to kind of revisit with them and listen to them a bunch of times before you get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you feel you're able to do that though if you're reviewing basically one album every day and a half? I, I would say yes, especially considering that like <clears throat> there's a pretty narrow view or, or at least to me, uh, a narrow view of popular music genres that I'm reviewing week to week. I mean, mm. you know, no matter what it is I'm covering, it's pretty much guaranteed to either be a rock, pop, metal, hip hop, 
album, uh, maybe an electronic record, maybe a jazz record, something like that. You know, as long as it's within those confines, I'm pretty comfortable with like, you know, what I'm hearing and where everything is at, how things musically or compositionally are operating. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes if I'm sort of listening outside of that, uh, or if I'm listening to something that's super avant-garde or experimental, or if maybe there's like a really huge uh, out there, deep layered concept to a record that I'm reviewing, I'll probably need more time with it. You know, maybe a couple of days. I see. Yeah. And um, um, actually, we have a special guest here. Should we bring him out real fast? Uh oh. It's 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 not. It's just Gabe. It's White Claw Gabe. He calls in every Friday. I love Gabe. Yeah, you know about White Claw Gabe? I do know. I, do, I follow Gabe on Instagram. Yeah, he's a great guy. He calls in every Friday to wish us a hap uh, happy Friday. Gabe, what's going on with the hair? Gray or bleached? What's going on? Got my hair done. I'm going platinum with my hair, motherfucker. Platinum, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, someone's getting their hair done right behind you. What's going on? That's my hairstylist. Oh, you're at the salon right now. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Fuck, baby. Fuck. Just got my hair done heading to the batting cages. Damn. Woo! Going batting in all platinum? That's what the fuck is up, yeah. baby. Because it's Friday. Because eat my pussy, spend the night. <laughs> eat my pussy, spend the night. Eat my pussy, spend the night. If you want to spend the night, eat my pussy, spend the night. That's, yes. <laughs> I do want to review that, Diddy. Um... <laughs> It could use a verse. It's a we good need chorus. A verse in that. We need a, we need a verse. <laughs> we need we need some bars. Gabe, are you? Do you know who Anthony yeah. Fantano is? Anthony Fantano? No, I don't think yeah, so. Sorry, <laughs> you're not on his radar. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> That's how we judge how famous our Someone guests are. But whether or not Someone, apologies. Somebody, no, that's true. I reveal that he's a legend. Woo! Thank you, legend. Thank you. He's a he's Woo! a uh, fa famous and prominent music reviewer. <laughs> and Gabe, do you what's your favorite song? Maybe we can maybe we could mm. get his feedback on that. Do you have a favorite album, a band, or song? How about Two Life Crew? Two Life you know, Crew. It doesn't surprise me that Gabe would be into Two Life Crew, given the content, given mm -hmm, the lyrical mm -hmm, content. Mm -hmm. Also, I, I, I'm just remembering now, I uh, did a TikTok duet where Gabe was singing like a hot dog song. Okay, and, and there were. Maybe three dog, other people. Hot dog, hot there were maybe three dog. other people playing on it, and then I okay. added bass to it. Okay, afterwards. okay. So you guys are some. You guys have met in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah digitally over digitally. TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Gabe. Well, that sounds really nice. It sounds like you have a nice Friday there, and I'm happy to hear it. You know. Hey, fuck yeah! All right, buddy. Why don't you shit my fucking open eyeball, bitch? Shit my, my tits. Shit in my eyes because Avatar sucks. It's boring. Oh, you know what? I got to touch on this. Gabe has been on a whole crusade against Avatar, and mm. I think that's such a vibe. Why? It's, it's a worthy cause. Yeah. I'm not an Avatar fan. I did not like the first one. There's a lot of people trying to influence me to get me to watch the second one. So far, I'm on a strike. Okay. Mm. Gabe. I can't get the storyline of Avatar. I'd say it's boring. Yeah. It's boring. Puss and Boots is the real deal. I can get with Puss and, Puss and Boots. <laughs> the cat whoo, on an adventure. It's more exciting. Than That's what the fuck boring. is up, dude. We got a Puss in a Boot. Ooh, and he's got Puss a rapier. <laughs> Actually, I heard Puss and Boots is really good. Put, uh, yeah, Puss it's and more Boots exciting too. to watch. 
Uh, let me check the reviews on Puss in Boots, too, because I actually heard that was a banger. What's the Rotten Tomatoes score? That's what I'm looking up right now. Right, that's what we need. 95%, y'all. I'm telling you, Puss in Boots is a bop. Meanwhile, Gabe, if you go on, go on over to Avatar 2 on Rotten Tomatoes, 77%. So the jury, flop. the verdict is in. Gabe is right again. Puss in Boots is... The winner, baby. Fuck, me, fuck yeah! Shit in my boots, bitch! Shit in my boots. <laughs> Shit in my mouth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yo, Gabe. Gabe. Shit in the ocean and then scoop it up. Because that's what, I don't know, Avatar, they live underwater, right? Do they just take yeah, human-sized shit no, in they, the water? They, they live above water. Oh, that's what, I heard that it all takes place underwater. Maybe in the second one. Yeah, the second one. Isn't that right, Ian? <laughs> Oh, uh, who else saw it? Dan, Ian's not it. here. I saw it. Yes, uh, they, they 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 still live above the water. They just swim a lot. So do There's they more swimming? So yeah, do they, they take, go swimming quite a bit? Because they're actually much larger than humans, right? They're like ten feet. They, they are like nine or ten feet. Tall. So do they take massive giant? Humanoid shits. They do. Yeah. The there's about there's about and a swim sequence it? in the second act. <laughs> that that, that ain't that ain't right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gabe. Listen, it sounds like your Friday is going great. I want it to keep going great, okay, bud? All right. Can I say who the fuck is Uncle Gabe? 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 All right, Gabriel. Good talking to you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that could be the. He's the best, is he not? Oh no, it's it's great. Yeah, that sounds best. like it could be the bridge to the the, the refrain earlier that he was singing. Mm. Yeah, put them together for yeah. a remix. Yeah, and you know, I, I apologize to anyone who comes on the show on Friday. It's not up to me. He just calls in on Friday. Yeah, no, I understand. It's, I'm it a is. guest. Yeah, yeah. I'm a guest in these hallowed halls, <laughs> yes. and I'm just I'm just operating within the paradigm that's already yeah. here before I came in. But I'm glad you know you're familiar with the lore. You know. Yeah. Like all good. So let's see here. Um, you know, we are kind of on the same watch list. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, like FBI watch? No, like the 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 neo Nazi kill list. I don't. Know oh yeah, 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 yeah. Worst people in the world: Paul Wa Joseph Watson. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Stalin. I mean that that one I'm down with. I haven't heard from Paul in a while. I don't know what's going on with him. Wait, did something happen to him? I I I. I That's think a, no. I'm. He's, I'm been, he's been a little dormant lately, at least in terms of like you know, turn, turning up in my DMs or not my DMs, but my mentions. Yeah, no, me too. Although my mentions are so fucked on Twitter now, like I, they're right. actually un. Liter literally, everyone has an <laughs> yeah. like has has a badge. But um, so yeah, he's he's like a radical uh, right wing provocateur. You gotta uh, stop dissing the Nazis all the time. Yeah, he's he's kind of down with that ideology. So Joseph Stalin, I get mm. right. I mean Hillary Clinton. I don't know if she's up there with the greats, but yeah, like is she up there with Stalin? I don't know about that. Not really, right? Yeah, not it's really. a bit of an overestimation. Yeah. Anthony Fantano. I'm definitely worse than Hillary Clinton. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll give him that. I mean, how many, how many fucked up, bad reviews have you done? You know, how many people have you hurt? 
Pro- I'm you just know, it's chilling like, in Cedar Rapids. It's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, so then, there's Ethan Klein, of course. That's right. me. And you're well, you're a second thought to me. I I, I come I yeah, come above you. I'm yeah. worse. And uh, Mark Zuckerberg is on here. George Bush. Right. Interestingly, uh, Hitler is missing from the uh, list. Oh there, yeah, I mean Hitler is missing from the list, which is kind of like a layup for the this kind of list. Though. I like Hitler. <laughs> but so there we go. When did you become like? Uh, Why did all these guys hate you? Why do all these right-wing guys hate you? Because I know that's a thing. Do you talk about politics a lot? Like, what happened here? On Twitter sometimes, um, because I'm just not really apologetic about it. I mean, I, I went to school for political science, among other things, and I'm just opinionated on these topics. And, and on top of it, I think at least... I, I, I think a lot of people wouldn't necessarily see or think of music reviews as, like, something that is inherently political, but, I mean, a lot of the artists that I review come from either an impoverished, impoverished background or they are addressing systemic issues in their music or mm. they're queer or they're trans or they're uh, women singing or, you know, making art about their experiences as women. And oftentimes um, uh, I have to kind of address that in the reviews to the best of my ability as somebody who obviously hasn't lived that experience and um you know and and try to take account of of what that means for the art that I'm listening to mm. and um and and as a result of that sometimes there's commenters that are like uh you're just giving this a pass cuz it's a woman you're just giving this a pass cuz it's a, a a black rapper you're just giving this a pass cuz it's this or that or the other thing and um you know, I'm, I'm not really, uh, uh, you know, hiding the ball when it comes to my opinions about those people, either in my content or on social media, because a lot of the time I would much rather not be seeing those comments or dealing with those people. And I feel like, at least for me personally, the best way to deal with that is just to be as loud and as annoying. And as you want vocal. them to leave? Yeah, yeah. I want them to yeah. fuck off and, you know, die, die in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> and, you know, but unfortunately, sort of like being public about that also means that guys like Paul yeah. can, you know, see those comments and, you know, uh, uh, and, and often will respond to them to sort of like, you know, create a frenzy among all of their little incel followers on mm-hmm. the internet. I, I also did a video about Paul once where he was like making a lot of just very misinformed, uh, you know, calls on art and a host of other things. I was actually going to do a follow-up once where I believe he said something to the note of like, Remember when Ariana Grande had like that concert of hers like bombed? Yes. Or whatever. He he had made some comments to the note of like, well, how can you blame these terrorists when, you know, it's like so much of our media is just really slutty and just like, you know, That's throwing awesome. a nude women around everywhere Actually, and so I, on I, and so I, forth. Can you pull that up, that receipt? Mm. I, I It's interesting how the conservative movement in this country is getting closer and closer to the Taliban mm. as time goes on. And in fact, now they're like, you see the Taliban is like, yo, let's free Andrew Tate. Mm. And a bunch of conservative guys are like based Taliban. Mm. So there is like a converging, they're coming together, right? Fuck yeah. uh, yes. No, there is. I mean, if you, if you kind of dial the clock back into the 90s or 2000s, the conservative movement would have never stood up for a guy who who is essentially a pimp. You know, and, and Andrew Tate is nothing more than sort of a lowly internet pimp. And, um, you know, uh, because of the life that he leads and how promiscuous and... Uh, so on and so forth, it tends to be, uh, never would he be seen as sort of like a moral leader, but the culture war has shifted in such a way where uh, most focus and defense needs to go on 
to defending masculinity. Mm -hmm. and, and they see him as a defender of traditional masculinity, of mm -hmm. patriarchy. So, of course, like, they need to get behind him in order to, you know, sort of like, I, I guess, keep that ball rolling. Do you think that um, reviewing all this amount of music that's, you said a lot of it is kind of like socially aware or commentary. Do you yeah. think the music has changed you at all and listening to it? Or do you think you bring your, your perspective from outside of the music you consume? Um, I think some of the commentary has exposed me to experiences and points of view that I don't think I, not, not that I wouldn't have been exposed to otherwise, but, you know, uh, hearing an artist or hearing, like, obviously before reviewing To Pimp a Butterfly or reviewing Sinner Get Ready, I, I was well aware of, you know, things like, um, uh, you know, uh, domestic abuse within, within relationships mm -hmm. or, you know, various systematic inequities or economic inequities between, you know, white communities and black communities and so on and so forth. But, um, you know, hearing it from the perspective, you know, but, but I, like most people, don't necessarily get emotionally whipped up reading that stuff in a book in terms of, like, statistics. You know, mm -hmm. the, for a lot of people, it hits home when you hear someone's personal lived experience dealing with it, mm -hmm. you know? And, um, you know, and, and in that sense, I'm not different than anybody else. And, uh, you know, hearing it again from someone's own uh, lived experience, you know, cer certainly says something. It, it's, it, it allows you to sort of make an emotional attachment to it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, uh, rather than just sort of like looking at it as kind of like, you know, this, this large scale statistical issue. Um, but I, I guess, uh, you know, hearing it come from a more personal place, it does mean something. And so do you happen to listen to any pro-white uh, race stuff, or are you just picking <laughs> one side? Like, uh, no, I, I can't. I mean, I, I, mean I, I, guess, I guess if I am listening to it, I'm, I'm laughing at it. Yeah, I, I guess I'm very biased. You are biased against I am biased. I, basically, I, I, I'll admit, I'm biased against any music that is pro-white power uh, okay know, uh, there you guys uh, heard it here he yeah. is a biased biased music reviewer yeah basically basically any 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 white power music i come so, across <laughs> I, I don't cover or it gets a very very negative score so does that mean that you don't fuck with country music no, no i review quite a bit of country music. <laughs> you do because i i just noticed that when you were listing the genres you're comfortable with you didn't mm. say country music but you like country music i do like country music um i was just uh, i just reviewed uh, a record not too long ago from this artist named adeem the artist uh, who i was really enjoying their new record uh, white trash revelry is quite good but i don't know if you could uh, necessarily kind of categorize them as your typically typical country artists because they are sort of like they're they're non-binary and a mm. lot of their songs are sort of like written from the standpoint of like a queer experience mm. um and i was also listening to um uh this artist uh, zach bryant today mm -hmm. who i think is uh quite good i think he's got a great voice not necessarily like the most um uh novel instrumentals out there that i've heard in modern country music but it doesn't, it doesn't sound like the super corporatized bullshit that you hear oftentimes mm. uh chris stapleton i think is an amazing singer um uh sturgill simpson i like as well though i i feel like the more that he goes on uh he tends to put out a lot of records that are experimenting outside of country. Uh, it, even though that's where like a lot of his roots are, I see him really as kind of like an artist artist in terms of like, he wants to do a little bit of everything. Um, so, uh, no, I, I have no qualms with country music. I think, uh, uh, it's just not necessarily what's the most demanded among my audience. And when I do run across something that I want to cover, it's, it's definitely gotta be something I'm passionate about and I want right. and I want to like, you know, talk about and sort of maybe turn my audience onto.
Does it blow? This blows my mind. Hmm. Country music is the most popular genre of music in America. Isn't that right? Or is it now hip hop? I, I think it's been hip hop for a minute now. Yeah. But, uh, so, but isn't like Garth Brooks like the biggest selling artist in American history? One of them. Like one what them. is? I mean, I, def, I don't even know one. I mean, of there, his there, fucking was, songs. There, there was there was there was a country boom in in the nineties that okay. I'm sure you remember when we were kids. Uh -huh. It was like all over the radio. Um, and and look, there, there are still pockets of the country where country music is still you know, very hot and very relevant. Um, country music's not going anywhere, you know? Right. I mean, if anything's happening, there is, uh, with <clears throat> with more of the country music audience getting online and getting onto the internet, you're starting to, like with other genres we've seen as of late, um, you're starting to see an, an evening of the playing field in terms of, like, artists that are a little bit more in it for the art and are more independent and are more underground and are trying to operate out of the Nashville system um, and do their own thing. Uh, country just happens to be one of the, you know, I guess um, uh, last popular music genres to kind of do it. You know, we've mm. seen it with rock music. We've seen it with indie music. We've seen it with hip hop over the past 10 years as well. Um, you know, dudes who are basically the goats of this generation, like Kendrick Lamar, Danny Brown, so on and so forth, all of them started, you know, completely on this underground independent track, mm -hmm. you know, um, and then sort of grew up from there. Um, you know, they, they, they didn't come in industry endorsed in the way that like, you know, um, 50 Cent did when he dropped, you know, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, you know, mm -hmm. and already had like that Dre cosign and the Eminem mm -hmm. cosign and everything like that. You know, Kendrick had to drop Section 80, prove himself. Um, and, you know, 50 had his mixtape days before all of that as well, you know, but, but the thing is like, it was just a different time. You know, the, the internet has ushered in a new era, mm. um, of artistry of independence. And I think we're starting to see that shift with country music and starting to see a blend of that genre with other styles as well. Cause you see these country artists working with these snap beats, what some of the genre referred to as where it's just like a hip hop beat. It's just like an R and B, yeah. but they're just, you know, throwing like, her, you know, sort of like country mm -hmm. drawls on top of it. And you're also seeing, you know, fusions with pop and hip hop from the other side, like Lil Nas X, you know, mm -hmm. like Old Town Road and, you know, so on and so forth. So, Which was like the biggest song of the... I mean, it's it's the longest running number one single. Yeah, it's, cra it's crazy, know? yeah. And, and it's, and, which is, you know, crazy thinking... Crazy, crazy, but also makes sense because, I mean, as an American song, it appeals to those biggest popular music genres. It's a pop song. It's a hip hop song and it's a country song, all wrapped into one. Did we ever get any? Did, what did like true country fans think of that song? I don't know that I ever saw any opinions on that. If they like that, if they're like, this shit is um, a joke. I think uh, the, the song definitely had a hard time being accepted within that community uh, off the bat because if I remember, there was. Um, Either the charts or some institution was not taking it seriously as a country song, even though it was doing really well numbers yeah. wise. But then you had, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus come in and do like the, you know, the feature on right, it, which right, kind of like right. opened the door for it to have that appeal within the country community, which I think was was nice of him and also smart of him to, yeah. to do, frankly. Yeah. What do you think about country artist Oliver Tree? Uh <laughs> Um, not a country artist I'm a fan of, but I, I, you know, Oliver Tree, I think, uh, like Sturgill Simpson, he's an artist artist and he wants to do a little bit of everything. He's got his eras. He's got his evolutions. He's, he's like Madonna. He's like a postmodern Madonna. Without the talent. Well, you know, with, without a lot and of And like things. a virgin. We don't, we don't need to list... 
the things he doesn't have in comparison to Madonna, you know, right. but, but well, we, you... we, we can just celebrate him for the things he has in common with. Have you rated Oliver's albums? Uh, yeah, the, uh, his, his country record and the one before that. Yeah. So what did, do you remember what you gave them? I gave his debut a seven, which he was not happy Generous. With. And, um, and then I gave his country album much, 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 much lower. Well, tell me what it was. I, well, I think it was maybe around the realm of a three or yeah. two. What the fuck? If I was, yeah, and yeah. and frankly, a seven is pretty generous. That that's a high score in Fantano's it, it was, world. It it was, but he was still very angry about it. Yeah, well, he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, I heard he's a. <laughs> I was just gonna make a horrible joke. I met him I in person. That. Light was, three, he was, very, even. he was very nice. Even a light three. Yeah, he wouldn't even go mid or strong on the three. No, he went light on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very light on yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I'm captivated. Oh, here I want to pull this up real fast. Hmm. Um. Here's the tweet. Just just to call back. Here's Paul okay. Joseph Watson because I, I love always to point out the depravity mm -hmm. of these fucking these fucking freaks. Uh, she said, "I am in tears. This is utterly terrifying." There was a terrorist attack at her concert. He said, "No, Ariana. What's utterly terrifying is your fans being blown up by a terrorist." Wait, I'm confused. Isn't that what she said? Yes. So what's his point? Yeah. What what is what is the argument? What is I think it? What's the on argument? The same page. They're they're in agreement, but yeah. yeah, he's framing it as if they're disagreeing. No, they're on the same. Yeah, I think you all are on the same page here, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Ariana is sad about her fans being attacked by a terrorist as well. Does he think that she's just like I'm scared and I don't care what happens to them? Because that's reading a lot into that. Yeah, that's reading a lot into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Actually, let's see what he's up to. I'm curious because oh Jesus, let's Christ. see. Oh, he's still out there. Oh my God, is he out there? Oh wait, no. See, that's views. Now nobody's listening to shit. Let's see. Surprise, surprise. He's hating on gay people. The arranged reaction to Ivan Proprovo's refusal to bow to coercion to endorse his LGBT due to religious beliefs. Whatever. Because fuck, freak. Yeah. Living your hate. I mean, it's, it sounds like he's just pretty much hopped onto the same you know anti-LGBT narrative that they're all on right now. That's pretty much the whole bandwagon right now. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. while ago, That's a while ago, it was all immigration. It was all the caravan, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and now it's like uh, if you're an ally to LGBTQ people, or if you are LGBTQ, you're you're a groomer. Right, right. That's the yeah. vibe. Also, trans athletes is a vibe. Yeah, which, I, yeah. That's, no, that's yeah. That that was that was a song they were singing for a bit too. I really sometimes fantasize about making a conservative channel mm. and because I feel like it's such an easy grift and right. like they lay out the culture war so nice for you. Mm. I want to make an anonymous channel. Don't show my face. Mm. Get big enough to get a contract from the Daily Wire for $50 million. <laughs> and then just be like, yo, it's me. It's it's me. It's been Got me the ya. whole time. Gotcha. But it doesn't matter because I probably already radicalized millions of people and got like <laughs> dozens of gay people murdered. <laughs> I mean, right? That's what they do. Anyway, um, where were we? Uh, we were talking about country. Uh, is there any categories of music you don't fuck with? Um, I don't really review much, if any, classical music. There's like some modern classical okay. and minimalism stuff that I reviewed before. But, uh, you know, as far as classical music goes, I'll admit it. I'm pretty much like out of my depth. You know? Yeah. There's some that I enjoy, but like going about critiquing it and telling you what works, what doesn't, what's mid, what's great, what's superior, what's inferior, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you. Is there still a vibrant new music scene for classical music? I think with classical music, like with um, a lot of jazz, frankly, um, the, much of the scene has sort of like 
I don't want to say died off. It's still there. It still exists. I mean, truth be told, like the thing that keeps any music movement relevant is that it has new young blood in it, willing to try something new and do something different. Mm -hmm. Classical music, unfortunately, has kind of like lost the plot in terms of like making its scene translate to the next generation. Mm -hmm. And um, as a result of that, you know, a a lot of that scene is uh, just being kept alive by either, you know, um, uh, musicians who basically study the craft and, uh, you know, various educational institutions, which is fine. It's good that it's still there as far as like, you know, an access point, like somebody should be keeping the torch burning. Uh, If it's going to be them, I mean fine, cool, okay, but that's not exactly like driving excitement to the genre. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So, I mean, you know, I I guess in a way it's got kind of a PR issue, but simultaneously, uh, I think the people operating within the scene are typically purists who Mm kind of want, you know, things to maybe stay the same or focus on the same tenets and artists and pieces that have always been focused on because that that's the thing like if you're going to have excitement in your genre and you're going to have that you know younger crowd of people come in and do something different try something different you have to also be willing to be open to the change that they're going to bring to the table Mm -hmm. you know which i think rock also has an issue with these days really yeah you know I, i think there's um a lot of discussion among rock fans that are kind of just stuck in the past honestly you know they want to talk about like Led Zeppelin, they want to talk about the Beatles, they want to talk right. about this and that, and they want to champion bands like Greta Van Fleet that, are, that just sound like a fucking Led Zeppelin cover. You don't like Greta. Greta. I know it's controversial. No, no I, I, I don't care for you, Greta Van Fleet. And, 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 is there a Greta Van Fleet fan in here? No, I said I fucking <laughs> Show yourself. I you said hate I, them. I hated them. It's one of these that, Zeppelin. That's a hardcore rocker. Yeah. You, what do you, yeah, I, I don't like, I don't get it personally, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of people like it. Yeah. But yeah, it seems very uh, derivative. Yeah, and you know, even guys like I mean, the um, way he sings is like, bro. Yeah, and and even guys like um, you know, Jack White, for example, uh, who you know, in in a lot of ways for a long time has championed a lot of those old school rock aesthetics in terms of like garage rock and blues and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Uh, when he puts out a record where he's experimenting and doing something different, like um, you know, one of his recent ones where he was doing some electronic stuff, or even his two sister albums that he put out recently. I mean, whenever he tries to do something weird or experimental or a little, you know, kind of like off the beaten path, his fans freak the fuck out. At least some of them do. Because why doesn't it just sound like a White Stripes record? Or why doesn't it just sound like, you know, an old school blues record or whatever? And it's like, geez, like give the guy some breathing room to Mm. like push the genre forward because he's one of the few people in the mainstream that's actually relevant and is a rock artist, Mm. you know, actually kind of pushing things forward or being willing to take a risk or do something, I mean, a left field. Mm. Mm. You know, uh, something interesting, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Logic, mm. uh, you notoriously hate his fucking music. <laughs> some of it. Some of it. So, <laughs> some, some of it. Not all of it. <laughs> and, and, and so, well, okay. And, but it's, it's interesting to me how you have this, before you guys became friendly, I don't know the depth. Friend, friendly. Yeah, I don't know the Let's depth say friendly. of your. Let's say friendly. Yeah, I don't know the it's depth of term. your uh, relationship. <laughs> But before you guys started like <laughs> chatting and being being friendly, right? You were kind of had a reputation for just fucking hating his music. So what is that like when you go from like hating someone's music and then trying to connect with them personally? I know for you it's not personal, right? right. But he's got, in some level, he's got to be like, hmm. 
Hurt. I, I I know personally for me it's not really any big deal because like however I feel about your music personally has nothing to however I feel about your music has nothing to do with how I feel about you personally. Mm-hmm. The the only way in which I guess like we could get into that territory is if you are personally speaking a shitty person and you make songs about how shitty you are. Okay. You know, I mean, uh, thus far, Logic hasn't made a record about how much of a dirtbag he is, and nor do I think he is one. Yeah, okay, So it's like, okay. you know, uh, his music doesn't really force me to contend with his quality as a person. You know, I, whenever I listen to his records, I contend with the quality of the art that I'm listening to. You mm-hmm. know, be that um, a record like uh, Under Pressure, which I thought was pretty good. No Pressure, which I thought was much better. His recent Vinyl Days record, which I thought was a, a pretty good. What was you know, the grocery store one? Yeah, that yeah. was Supermarket. That, that one I hated. That one I that one that one I just said it was not good. Not good. You did, not you not good. Produced, and what does that mean when you say not good? You're like it doesn't even hit the spectrum. Yeah, it's it's, it's just it's, basically a total non-starter. It's not even like, like pro, it's not even in the realm of professional music. I would, I, it could be professional, but it's, it's just a non-starter in terms of like, it's a bad idea. Like, yeah. how did we even get yeah. to this There's point? no foundation. Logic doing a bad rock album with like some Mac DeMarco and Red Hot Chili Peppers impersonations on it. No, we're, we're just, we're just not Might going call him illogical. It would Maybe. be. Oh, thanks. Zing. Zach. He's fast on that Zing. one. Boy. Thank you, Zach. Zing. Yeah, he knows Zing. me. Yeah. You know, but, but the thing Fun, is good like. Good guy though. Really nice guy. Nice guy. And, and yeah. I can respect the fact that like he. You know, look, I mean, he's made millions and millions and millions of dollars doing what he's doing. Yeah. And he could have continued on the same exact track, um, just kind of doing that forever. But mm-hmm. he got to a point where personally, artistically speaking, he got fed up with kind of chasing after the, you know, the billboard carrot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, good for him. You know, it resulted in some records that were kind of crappy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, at least he's willing to try some different shit you know here's an interesting one chance the rapper was mm. huge coming up right and he dropped a few albums that were awesome like it was coloring book and then what was the one after that that was that was it was, it was acid rap that was coloring yeah, book yeah, yeah. after that one there was another good one wasn't there i'm trying to remember but but like those he had he had like that mixtape era and then the big day was supposed to be his, his commercial album <laughs> so so i find i'm really captivated by his story because like he was coming up everyone was talking about him mm-hmm. he was popping and then he dropped an album that was so fucking bad mm. that literally everybody just said nah yeah and he's gone they're like nah bro you're done yeah he's just kind of like <laughs> falling off the map and it's it's unfortunate because i do think there's like a lot of a lot of talent there, you know? But the thing is like the big day is just not really, it's not a great album. In fact, it's a bad album, but simultaneously it's it's not the album that I, I think his fans wanted or were expecting, you know? And it's just like a big hulking mess of shit in a way, you know? It's like, it's not pared down, it's not focused, there's no direction, so many of the verses are bad and so many of the one-liners are corny and there's a lot of bum-ass instrumentals on the record too. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, the focus that he had on acid rap and the focus that he had on coloring book was just kind of lost in this album that was just like a shotgun spray where nothing really landed. Have you ever seen an artist like that, though, where they're like they're on the come up and they just drop something so fucking bad that everyone just abandons them? You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's it's happened before. I'm, I'm like failing to come up with a laundry list. But the thing is, like, rarely has it happened as badly in that in that context and rarely has it um happened at such a mainstream level pretty incredible you know what i mean yeah, but, but yeah i mean sometimes uh 
people kind of crash and burn. However, but with that being said, like there's loads of artists that have dropped like records that were absolutely hated by their fan base. Kid Cudi, for example, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. he dropped that speeding bullet to heaven record, which was like his own rock attempt at a rock record, uh, which a lot of his fans hated, but he's dropped uh, a bunch of material since then that his fans have loved and received well. And, you know, I think if chance, the rapper still wants a career at this point, it's really just up to him to come out with more music. It's true. If he drops a good album, people will listen yeah, to it. Yeah, people you people know. will still listen to it. People turn around and, you know, try him again. He's actually put out a handful of singles since then, which were pretty good. But mm. the thing is, like, what everybody's waiting for is a record, mm -hmm, you mm. know, and there's, like, no sign of that happening necessarily. And, you think it you know, just hit him that hard? I really have no idea. You know, I mean, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. I mean, it hasn't stopped him from coming out with those songs. Big so, I mean, it was in 2019. It's been mm. four years. I mean, everything just pre-pandemic feels much further away time-wise than yeah. it actually is sometimes. Here's Logic, by the way. He wrote this lyric about you. Feel it in oh, my Jesus bald Christ. spot, Anthony Fantano. You plaid shirt-wearing motherfucker, Ayo. Ayo, I used to hate you because you shit on my music, <laughs> but now we homies. I take your criticism and use it. And use it. Is that a good rhyme or a little corny? Uh, this whole verse is a fucking cornfield, but let's go. <laughs> See, I love that you can't, you, you even, verse you even hate the nod to you. This whole verse was like subsidized by the government to such a fucking <laughs> cornfield. This, this, this uh, was made into ethanol. Oh shit. This verse, this, this, fucking, this fucking verse was made into cornflakes. A whole, a whole, a whole year's supply oh, for the entire country. Oh, logic. I hope you're taking his criticism and using it, uh, as you say. I used to fantasize about murdering Murdering you. Now me. that's a, that's a bit much. You know, he. I, I'm trying to. We we did have some phone conversations. I'm trying to recall if if he said that to me or if this verse was the first time that that he that I heard that from him. And that's genuine. He told you, I want I wanted he, to he, kill he did, you. He did tell me over <laughs> Dude, the phone gnarly. that like my reviews made him very upset, and that sometimes he would be writing in the studio and he'd be like. Oh, I want to say this, but what's Anthony Fantano going to think about it? And and, oh, I, and I literally you're said, in his head. And I literally said to him, don't. Give a fuck. Don't give a fuck about what I think. D you know, it's like I'm not. I'm not saying this is like a communication to you personally. You know, um, if you feel like you know, I I feel like, and I've said this before in videos, the artist's struggle is to whatever idea that it is that you have in your head, you figure out a way to make it manifest in real life. You know, be it sort of like a visual on a canvas or the certain sound of a beat or you know, a musical composition, whatever. That's that's the struggle. If you feel like you've adequately taken an idea in your head that you're passionate about and you've translated it accurately to whatever medium it is that you're doing, and and I feel like logic has. I mean, you know, I, I think uh, I think he expresses himself pretty clearly. You know, I don't think he's a guy who's uh, you know has a, has any lack of communication skills when it comes to his medium. I think it's you know really at the end of the day, kind of a matter of like taste you know aesthetically and message wise i don't really you know vibe sometimes with the stuff that he's putting across because uh, again i do think it is uh, a little corny like in 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 this sense but uh we have a suggestion from the audience oh what is it uh, logic's debut country album called cornfield subsidies <laughs> 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 sorry logic we love you but uh don't kill anthony don't kill me, please. It's not worth it. But you get in his head. You probably do get in other people's head. And we saw that with, from Drake in a way, which we'll get into later. Yeah, I'm also worried but about like, him killing me too. But like, in a way, you really get in people's heads. And uh, 
I find that very interesting because I don't think there's other critics that have that ability because tr traditionally critics, they're writing and they're in word and they're printed mm -hmm. and it's like, nah, who gives a fuck, especially these days. But they got, you got clips, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like. And that you know, hits hard. Yeah. And if, are, you, are you dropping a double entendre? Like I got video clips, but then I also got like clips. Like are I'm, you like armed? I'm like I'm unloading the clip. Are you armed? I'm not armed, no. Okay. <laughs> Just checked in. <laughs> I read the sign outside that this is a gun-free zone, and it I, is, follow, yeah. I we, followed the yeah, rules. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we're like a we're like a, a Wild West uh, platoon or platoon S saloon. Yeah, saloon. Yeah, we, yeah. We check weapons at the door. <laughs> uh, let me continue this. He says, "Choking you to death, choking me to death, and watching from your point of view till we got friendly." Hmm. So is he, I, I assume he's not saying he choked you till you loved him. Wait, choking you to death, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, this is hitting me for the first time. Choking you to death and watching from your point of view, he wants to choke me to death, but then he's fantasizing as me watching him choking Sounds me. kinky. Yeah, it does actually kind of sound kinky. It's, yeah, it sounds like he, he wants to get off on the idea of watching him choke me. I like that. Me. He says, and I realized you wasn't ever trying to end me. I was not. One night, midnight, 22 on the phone, you said the wildest shit that solidified me to stone. To stone. Sodom Gomorrah reference? Yeah, yeah, it's, um, I'm Medusa. I, 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 I just uh, looked at him in the eye and he turned a rock. <laughs> you so. said, you're really testing this theory right now. Right, I am. He's like, yo, yeah. it's not, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, nah, fuck. You're, you suck, bro. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm putting words in your mouth. Um, you said, you said I built an amazing fan base and career. That's tr nobody debates that. That's true. Undebatable. I'm successful and I'm fucking worthy to be here. Well, of course. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I, I feel the same way about all artists who uh, I review for the most part. You know, the, the, it's it's very rare that even if it's something that I hate and I don't enjoy at all that I, I feel internally like you don't deserve to have the success that you have you know because over the years doing what i do and talking with the artists uh, that i have like even when you're making music that isn't necessarily great i realize that in order to sort of get the success that comes with whatever career somebody has there's a lot of compromises that are made there's still a lot of effort and work that you know goes into that behind the scenes um and there's still a lot of risks involved you know with like you know being such a polarizing public figure in a medium that is as hotly contested as music and put listen putting yourself out there mm -hmm. to the degree that anyone does mm -hmm. is like really and and even like you know. this with this verse i mean you know for as funny as it is in a lot of ways like you can't knock the fact that like logic is putting himself out there big time and and on top of it like is Logic the only person that's having these kind of thoughts? Specifically in regards to me, probably not. There's probably other artists out there who are like fantasizing about fucking killing me yeah, when, when they're watching lot, me on YouTube, a lot. And, you know, shitting on their record Most or whatever. <laughs> but but he's he's the only one willing to admit it. True. So you have true. to like that's true. That's a really good you have point. To give applause for it. I totally agree. And by the way, he called your fans a legion of fuckboy minions. Now now what? Now here's the thing that I, that I don't. This is the thing I like least about the verse, uh -oh. and and just and there's a lot of things you don't like. There's about a lot of it. things I don't yeah. like about it. <laughs> I, I I think logic, frankly, frankly, is is a little too quick to sort of like presume <laughs> a great deal of or even most of the hate that he receives is like coming specifically from my fan base. So he's um, he, he's trying to 
do acceptance, but he's in a way coping still a little bit. A, a little bit. I, 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 th I think there's a bit of a misfire here, mm. you know, frankly, especially given that, like, you know, historically speaking, some of the biggest memes and jokes about him, like, for example, the biracial stuff, mm -hmm. I personally have not endorsed. I repeatedly, whenever I see it in, like, either chat on Twitch or in multiple other places, I tell them that, you know, or I say that I don't endorse those jokes. I don't think they're tasteful. I don't think they're good. Um, but is that, you know, isn't that just a reference to how much he talks about it? Yeah, but the thing is, at the end of the day, like, further pushing, uh, you know, into that and sort of just making fun of him for being biracial or sort of, you know, painting him as being, like, less hard or less relevant or less oh, interesting yeah. as a rapper because he's biracial. Well, I, I think it is it's ridiculous. A big part of his, of his identity. At, at, his at, story is actually crazy. Yeah, no, for sure. Like his it, mom was like racist, and his dad was black. Yeah, no, and and, and I get that. And crazy, and I understand yeah. that. You know, I'm I'm just saying, like personally, obviously, you and I know that's like one of the biggest jokes out there about him, mm -hmm. and that's not anything that I've endorsed in my fan base or have like okay. sort of, you know okay. pushed in my fan base or yeah. you know uh, uh, I guess it uh, encouraged them to engage in. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, th there's a, a lot of you know jokes about him that sort of are far outside of, you know, uh, my community of people, uh, you know, who watch my reviews and probably, you know, fall in line with a lot of the opinions that I've given of his music over the years, some positive, a lot negative. Um, you know, and, and, and I would like to think that my fans would, you know, be smart enough to not fucking harass the guy. I don't wish for logic or any artist that I give a negative review to, to be harassed. Not any of them? I, no, just no, not one. Any of them. Name one you hope gets harassed. Name one artist who I hope gets harassed. <laughs> um, I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> Name one art. Just give us the green light, Anthony. <laughs> to harass <Yeah>. somebody. <laughs> um, no, I'm not giving the green light to harass anybody. Okay. All right. Nice. I tried. You did good. You passed the test. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will say about Bobby uh, Logic, I went to a show of his. You did? Yeah. I've never I, seen him live. I went with Mac. Me and Mac were hanging out a lot at the time, Mac DeMarco. Okay. And he invited us both to come out. Mm. And the audience, it was at. The Hollywood Bowl. Okay. He sold that bitch out. Of course. And the audience was crazy. Like they, his fans love him. They do. They love the inspirational thing. They love everything, right. and they don't mind that it's that it's like not good music. Right. And and <laughs> I'm just kidding. Logic. I'm just kidding. That, that's the thing, though. A lot of I'm a lot of kidding, a lot of his fans do see him as an inspirational figure. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think he does a lot for. I them. think that that's a good thing. You know, Definitely. I, I like you know you can give him one thing. He inspires his fans in a positive way. Big you time, know? big time. It may not be, it, it may be more with, you know, his message of personal struggle more than sort of like the quality of his art. But it, it ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not a bad thing. Utilitarian, you know, speaking in a utilitarian fashion, it's a net positive. Definitely. You know? I've been to some shows where like the vibe is like fucking bad. It feels mm -hmm. like dangerous being there, you know? Mm -hmm. Like bad, bad vibes. Mm -hmm. And there, it was just a bunch of really positive young people that were uh, having fun, and right. so I think that that's something to be proud of, you know? Right. No, for sure. I'm gonna think, I gotta thank my sponsors here real fast. Do you want, uh, you can sit here, you can go to the bathroom, you can that's do That's what I'm doing. Want. Yeah, okay, cool. So, uh, so do you mind endorsing uh, my products? And no, I'm just Actually, kidding. I'm gonna go I'm to the bathroom. Kidding. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm gonna go take a piss. <laughs> Thank you so much to Honey, yes. We love Honey so much, you guys. Um, thank you for supporting us, first of all. But Honey is such a great, wonderful product. Oh, brother, where would I be without Honey? I'd be broke. I'd probably be homeless without Honey. Thanks to Honey, Matt, what, you don't think so? No, I just realized I put up the, uh, the wrong Honey. We need... This honey. Join honey.com. Show me the honey. Dark today. 
Show me the honey bunny. Show me the honey bunny. Oh my god, look at those savings. Yeah, so honey is a free internet plugin that automatically scours the internet to look for the best promo code. It's free, it's easy to install, it's a win-win. There's really no drawback to it at all. Um, and basically what it does, you shop at your favorite websites, and I'm talking fashion, tech, food, gadgets, gidgets, gizmos. Um, they have it all. Basically any major retailer. And when you add your items, you go to checkout, you're going to pay, a little button drops down, and it says, Sir, add coupon, boom, you click it, and whatever coupon it found that's the gonna save you the most money, it automatically applies. Here, this one was something Ela bought from this website that was for buying a rug. And without any preparation, without any knowledge, that's a $62 saving. You don't have to think about it, dude. You really don't. And that's what I love about Honey. And what's actually exciting about Honey is you can use it on your iPhone now too. All you gotta do is activate it on Safari, on your phone, and save on the mother-loving go. So if you don't already have Honey, you are missing out on straight up savings. Anthony Fantano endorses and loves Honey until the day he dies. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You don't have to I do love savings. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, but by getting yourself, uh, getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show, which, let's be real, is more important than the product itself. Right, Dan? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> no, right. The most honey's, important thing is... Honey's the most important thing. Supporting our wonderful sponsors. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a win-win. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash afterdark. That's joinhoney.com slash afterdark. Thank you to Honey, and please support our sponsors. We love them so much, don't we, folks? And uh, finally, thank you to Native for all my stinky boys and girls out there. You know what Native is, Anthony? I actually got a bar of it. In, oh, yeah. endorsement. You can't yeah. even help it, bro. Yeah, sorry. We got yeah. that endorsement from yeah. the vegan king, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Native, this shit's rules, man. It's that time of year again, you know? Yeah, where you stink. Where you stink, and it's time to smell good. Yeah. My New Year's revolution resolution, stop stinking, you know? So when it comes to personal hygiene... Are you really making me read this? They go, when it comes to personal hygiene, I knew I had to make a change there. I don't stink because I use native products. Why are y'all putting words in my mouth? Are you okay? I mean, come on. For real, that's why I'm using native personal care products, and I do, which is why I don't stink. Every native product is thoughtfully formulated to keep you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. There's actually a few native users in here. Yeah, uh, I use the deodorant and the body wash. I use the uh, shampoo. I love it. It's great for my luscious locks and... Uh, Dude, native is taking over. Yeah. You know why native is taking over? Why is that? She's the best in the game. Oh, yeah. Nobody does it like I know. Me. Anthony certainly supports that statement. You know, I know what it's like to be the best in the game, so <laughs> right. know, I, 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 can, I can support them in that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, send him a check, please, Native. He, he, I'm not giving him a cut of mine, but you guys want to support him, please. You know, Native, uh, they don't have aluminum in their deodorant. Okay, that's a that's dub. true. Native keeps their ingredients list bare naked, the way I like it. With ingredients you understand, like coconut oil, shea butter, and baking soda. 
Yeah, I like to start my day with just splashing a whole carton of baking soda on my genitals. Just to make sure things stay fresh down there, right, Anthony? That's how I like to start the day, too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know, it absorbs the smells. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your backing me up on that. Yeah, no Native problem. deodorant checks a lot of boxes, actually. 72-hour odor protection, naturally derived ingredients, and a smooth, residue-free application. One thing I hate about deodorant is when it leaves all those, like, chunky fucking white shit. I'm not down with any of that business. I like the coconut one. Oh, yeah, bro. I'm rocking with that one. Fuck yeah, dude. Native also offers a variety of scents, including coconut, with new and limited edition scents being released all the time. And when you use Native, you will smell amazing all day long thanks to their long-lasting scents. Do you want to smell spicy and woodsy? Or clean and fresh? They actually have a B.O. scent, which is kind of kind of intuitive seriously no oh sorry okay sorry native not that i was interested <laughs> it's a bo scent it's interesting so people don't even know you're wearing it it's like the new rave and natural products <laughs> that's just a joke they don't do that but they do have a scent for everybody um well, let's see what else here they've got candy shop the please the fuck is all this shit they got a candy shop. I, I love Native because besides the amazing smell, usually my armpits burn from the other deodorants, but this one, I think because it doesn't have the aluminum. It, it burns? What the hell you put on your armpit, bro? The other name brands. I'm not going to say the other name brands, but... The Losers. The other And ones. it feels great. I smell great. God bless. The Eucalyptus Mint Shampoo. Oh, I see. It. Game changer, man. But here's some gummy bear, strawberry, vanilla, taffy. Sour berry belt. I don't want my armpits to smell sour necessarily, mm. but I get it. Can we hear more about the shampoo since I don't think you and I could really attest to the, <laughs> the quality of the Do you use shampoo? shampoo or you just go soap? I, 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 can, can I mention a rival, like a rival Let's prop, wait till, like, let's wait yeah, till after we the We probably advent, shouldn't mention yeah. rival pro, rival soap. Yeah, no, no, not yet. Well, let's wait till it's over. And we don't believe in rival soaps here during this <laughs> read. <laughs> There's no, only one brand. It's Native. Uh, now is the time to make the switch from antiperspirants to Native. And when you visit their site, you can discover all their fresh scents and maybe even try one out. Uh, try one of their body washes while you're at it. Boom! Feel uh, feel and smell fresh this year with Native. Get 20% off your first order by going to nativedeo.com slash afterdark. Or use the promo code AFTERDARK at checkout. That's nativedeo.com slash AFTERDARK. Links in the description. Thank you, Native, so much. Please support our sponsor. Smell like a fucking king, bro. I probably shouldn't say fuck. This is After Dark. Can you swear? I mean, I can swear, but sometimes this, they get mad because when I say fuck and shit like that. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, I love their product, so thank you, guys. Peace. We do. We have shtick where I... I do yeah, bad it's copy shtick, reads. Shtick, yeah. It's not the, really shtick because we get dropped off. Yeah, it's this great <laughs> bit where Ethan ruins every ad. It's, it's a great bit. Uh, it's funny, though. They should appreciate what I do for them. <laughs> so what, what so do, you, you, do you go straight soap to the hair? or? Uh, I mean, you know, it's just my scalp, essentially. Like, <laughs> to the hair? Yeah, um, scalp. Or, I mean, you have some. Yeah, you have no, I, I, I use a, uh, I, I use a Dr. Bronner's, the hemp soap. You just do the whole thing everywhere. I'll like I I I wash, and then I exfoliate, mm -hmm. and then I'll, I'll wash again, and I just right here. 
Yeah, and 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 then and then I just come out clean, and the and the skin is smooth. You know, as fuck. you know that stuff. It alarms me a little bit because it makes you tingly. That's the peppermint one. And I says to myself, I don't use. The, I don't use. Okay, the you don't one. fuck with the tingles. Well, the thing is, like the peppermint one is cool, but I I got a rash off of it. See, that's what, and by the way, yeah. that's why we don't use that shit. We use native. But I mean, give you fucking rashes. There's like nine other Dr. Bronner soaps. The the peppermint one is popular because people like some people like the tingles. I don't know. Tingles thinks you think of like I'm getting cancer or something. I I use the lavender one. No tingles. Okay, lavender smells like flowers. There it is. Um, I found out about H3H3 thanks to Fantano's old podcast. Somebody said. Mm -hmm. So I did your podcast. What was in. uh, 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. That was the first show I ever did. Somebody else's show. Right. That's crazy, bro. Oh, yeah. I remember this guy, Frank J.C. Frank J.C., yeah. Frank J.C. Rule. Oh, what happened? Oh, yeah. It's, pro- it's probably a... Uh, you can scroll down. I, I, think, a... I think I moved a lot of those older podcast episodes. Yeah, they're gone. They're just like, nah. They're, they're, they're bye-bye. That was at a point where I, I, th- I think like we were... We were on like a, a similar plane. Like I was the most famous content. I was Mr. Beast of the internet around that point. I was much bigger than you. Then I had you on my show. Then you blew up seven times and I and I, I dropped off. That's not true. You're yeah. fuck. You're Mr. Music, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I was I was get, I was doing Mr. Beast numbers. What year was that? Like a hundred million per. 2015. I was doing Mr. Beast numbers in 2015. But now I'm just a shell of my former self. I see. So it's yeah. all been downhill for you. It has. <laughs> What's Frank J.C. up to? Is he? He was like a musician, right? I, for, I forget. Yeah, he's he's a producer. I, I think he's he's been kind of playing it sort of low key lately. Okay. You know, wish the, him the, well. The, the internet is a, is a weird place and and has been quite unfair to him in in some respect. Well, that's not right. Yeah. But I wish you well wherever you are, my friend. There were there were people. Uh, they were they were uh, companies that um, sort of went after him for some of his. Uh, um, like production tutorials because I guess he used like a oh not legal version of the software or something and that, that's it yeah yeah well he had he had to take some of his most classic videos down oh that's fucked which were very up. popular but and you know and and were actually like very good production tutorials so I I want to hear I'm just going to a random spot I want to hear because this is so like one. I'm I'm fucked I can't do anything to get my video back in fact you can the dark ass loser. <laughs> I'm bitching about, I think at the time there was some drama about freedom, or no, not freedom. One of the... It was prank invasion. What was the, what was this? We listened to some of it yesterday. It was prank invasion was uh, coming after you. But they were. He was part of a network that was. Yeah, and he was DMCA. Yeah, you mentioned SoFlow as well. Uh-huh. YouTube was full of problems back then. Dude, it was so crazy. I mean, it's full of problems now, but you know, it's sort Way of a, like a, a new host, a, a new array of shitty problems. But like back then, you know, you had all these like content freedom and usage and fair use problems and issues that were just like ridiculous. The part that was crazy to me that they've now resolved. Is there was a thing called the content? I, I even forgot an MCN, MCN. Yeah. yeah. And you All would channel network stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they would fuck. Everybody thought they would just straight up lie to you and say, "We're going to earn you more money. Yeah. You got to join us, and yeah. we'll do stuff." They don't do. They do nothing for you. They take, in some cases, up to fifty percent of your revenue. Yeah. Everybody was part of them. Yeah. And then the craziest part is that you couldn't leave. Yeah. 
they had to release you. Mm-hmm. Now there's a button on your dashboard. You could just bail at any time. <clears throat> but you you get fucking stuck. And YouTube sends all their money, your money to them. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it, it's it's true. I think a lot of people unfortunately had to learn the hard way around that time that like uh it's 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 not that much different than TikTok right now because there's a lot of young content creators on that platform who are being taken advantage of by you know either uh, networks or by advertisers. Uh, mm. It's kind of like pushing them into like these really kind of like cheap exploitative deals to promote this, promote that, promote whatever. Um, yeah, I mean with YouTube at that time with uh, it having you know a predominantly young audience, uh, you know again people had to learn the hard way in terms of like the contract is the contract and anything that's being promised to you over the phone, over email or whatever that is not in writing is not actually going to be offered to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, that exchange in terms of like, yeah, I'm giving you uh, 50% of my revenue for everything that you're telling me over the phone. Everything that you've told me over the phone may not necessarily be in the contract, but you know, you're saying it. Um, but you know what's interesting? You mentioned uh, people exploiting people on TikTok. Hmm. I don't know who, if you know this guy, Ryan Kavanaugh, do you know who that is? Um, maybe I've seen his videos, but I don't know the name. Yeah, no, he's he's an ex-movie producer. Mm. He was the CEO and owner of Relativity Media. Mm-hmm. Completely bankrupted that. Mm. Uh, absolutely drove it into the fucking ground. Like, mm. gone, gone. Got sued and lost a bunch of money. Crazy. Mm. Now he, he bought Triller, mm. uh, which has been a great investment for him so far. And uh, he's suing me. He's actually suing me for defamation. Oh, okay. And um, tortious interference, which I won. He owes me legal fees on that. About $60,000 we're waiting. He also sued me for a copyright infringement. And he is just a predatory fucking monster. Very is ugly guy. Is this all still in progress? Yeah, well, so, yeah, two of them are still going through the court. Can I get in on this? Can I say something defamatory Please right defame now? him. It's hard. Please well, see, he actually has so low character. Uh-huh. Sometimes public figures can have such a bad reputation, it's literally impossible to defame them. Right. And he's one of those guys. Like, right. drunk driving. He, he faked get Bro, I'm not even joking you. He went to Habitat for Humanity. They had a whole big party and reception for him because he was going to donate a million bucks. And he brought a big check. And then he fucking didn't give them shit. And then after after they threw him this whole big party on video and shit, he's like, all right, I'll give you 35000 And that's all he gave him for wow. the million. So he's a fucking monster. Yeah. So again, what you're saying is like, there's nothing that you can say about him that literally would give him a worse profile. Exactly. You can't defame him because his reputation is already uh, completely dirt. You would have to say something nice about him and build him up. That could be defamatory. And then say something bad about him to sort of knock him back down in order to do that. Yeah, he's being sued by a bunch of people. He's just like so shady. Ryan Kavanaugh. Oh, also he said he wants to fuck a 14-year-old Natalie Portman. But anyway, moving on. Inappropriate relationship with a 14-year-old Natalie Portman. That's him. Uh, Sorry, I do this segment where I just tell people about Ryan Kavanaugh. He launches a label with the quad. King Bach, who is, as you know, crush. King Batch. (laughs) King Batch, as you know, is crushing it. (laughs) Maybe he is. I don't know. I just haven't seen him in a while. Charlie D'Amelio, she's crushing it. Bryce Hall is certainly... He's hunky, he looks like a hunky guy. And uh, Ryan Kavanaugh, so he is moving on to big, big things. Is it it defamatory to say he looks like a douchebag? That is not defamatory, that's opinion. But one thing I will point out that is not defamatory because it's opinion is if you go to the website, does... Here, just type Ryan Kavanaugh on Google, actually. Uh, the second result here is a website called Does Ryan Kavanaugh Look Like Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. That's our website. Mm, okay. <laughs> it's the second result for his search page. Uh-huh. And um, 
if you guys want to visit that website, I'd encourage it. He owes me $60,900 because we won, actually crushed his tortious interference lawsuit. Right. If you guys want to go to this website, type in Ryan Kavanaugh into Google, go to the search result, click it, and spend some time on it. But you actually, what's interesting about him, and I think you'll appreciate this, Anthony, as a critic. Right. I mean, the resemblance is fucking uncanny. What, what, what? legal uh, <laughs> mechanisms are in place to make him pay you the money that he owes you. Oh, because he, he, because his his lawsuit was deemed uh, egregious enough uh -huh. by the judge that he awarded that he has to pay my attorney's fees. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying like, oh, so is, is there a timeline on when he has to do that? Oh, that's far gone, oh. far expired. Got it. So, so, so what are need, what are the repercussions for him considering uh, c continuing to skip need, that? So we need to basically petition the judge, uh -huh. and if because he's such a uh, horrible and un dishonest businessman, he owes a lot of people a lot of money. Right. So we have to get in a long line, but essentially we can get to the point where the judge can issue an order that we can like garnish his wages and mm -hmm. take his assets and stuff like okay. that. Okay. So uh, hope you've got a nice car because I'm fucking coming to repo that shit, bitch. But interesting. Now, I personally would not want a picture of me kissing Harvey Weinstein on the head. Right. Who would? There they are, uh, best friends. That's 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 a. I've never heard of the. I've heard of you know. If if you go on TikTok or if you go on Instagram right now, head forehead kisses are very popular. I've never heard of the, the back of the head kissy. You give him a sniff on the head. Yeah, a back of the head kiss. A yeah, forehead kiss is one thing. But. He got a, he got DUIs. He mm. lied under oath, which mm. that story is crazy. His, he was accused of running his Ponzi scheme. Of course, his partner later recanted that, said it didn't happen. Un, didn't pay his babysitter. He's threatened critics. Me specifically, he sent me this DM. Also, here's where Harvey Weinstein. Brian Kavanaugh is a force of nature. Saying he's a force of nature. Force of nature. Not the endorsement I want. Right. But anyway, there it is. Has he done NFTs? I feel like that would kind of yes, he has. Well, well, of course he's well, done. They started the of doing. Of course, they did. Trailer. I just, I literally just yeah. guessed. Yeah. I just guessed. Yeah, yeah. Like right any, up his alley. Anybody with that rap sheet has done NFTs. Yeah, and so I don't know where that came from, but I like to just inform my guests. Mm -hmm. And thank you, uh, thank Ryan you for making Kavanaugh. me more aware of Ryan Kavanaugh. Yeah, also, yeah, actually, I I got an email from him. He, he was inviting me to hang out. And I'm going to just respond and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to pass on that. Oh, thanks, bro. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You know, because he's trouble. Yeah. He's trouble, man. Thanks for keeping but, on the right side of the tracks. But, and I'm not saying you're into this. He does want, he does like people to fuck it, his wife and so he can watch. And I'm not, that's not even a joke. Oh, okay. He's got this dude, this jacked Israeli dude's fucking his wife. His name's Brad the Bull. But we don't kink shit on this show. Love is love. Love, love is, is love, love, and we don't kink shame him. Good for them. That is a joke, by the way, and I'm not making that as a factual statement. But uh, there's some compelling evidence. Hmm. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Best teeth in the game, huh? Yes. I heard that you got a cavity recently, bro. I did. I got so, a cavity last year. Let me see the teeth. I've noticed you have nice teeth. Good gums. Really nice gums. Thanks. What is your brushing uh, regimen? Your uh, oral care? Twi twice a day, especially at night. And you got to floss. Floss. And uh, mouthwash. Now, do you use the string or do you use the little gadget? Um, I use the string. Yeah. Yeah, I don't use the gadget. The gadget is fucking horrible, I'm sure, for the environment, but I love it. Yeah. It's so good. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I like I like the motion of the string. I like the you. I, I get off on the motion. I think yeah. it's fun. Yeah, this is our thumbnail, by the way. I don't know if you know because I just want to tell you, I actually don't have any cavities. Oh fuck, none, zero. zero? Look at this. Wow, I'm jealous. Let me see your mouth. Let me see your back. The back. Where's your cavity? Um, it's it was it's actually kind of a funny thing. It's in between two teeth. Oh, so it's, it's not in between really visible. Two, it's not visible, but was so but what was so messed up about it is that they needed to like sort of like wear down the inside like the inner part of two teeth next to each other to get to it to fill the cavity mm -hmm. and so now there's almost like a gap on the inside of the two teeth that have the cavity between them now which i'm always having to sort of like chew around you might like say that ass. your teeth have a blemish yeah they do yeah most mm -hmm. definitely i fucked up yeah so people call me the hairline king mm -hmm. and so I don't know, two kings coming together. Your, your hairline's doing better than mine, so... Well, you're downplaying it. My hairline is insane. <laughs> it's the best in the game. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm not competing here. I'm not competing in terms, not of, competing. in terms of hairline and, and, and cavities. I mean, you're, 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 you're killing me here. But your teeth... This that, is why you brought me here today. You're I know, I came to... Yeah, yeah. No, but your your teeth have a presence. They're bi they're beautiful. They, they have a good shape. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah, good yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah, it's good yeah. shape. The gums are incredible. You do anything for the gum care? They're very pink. Well, I mean, you know, this flossing is also gum care. It helps prevent okay, gingivitis. Okay, okay. Uh -huh. I don't know if you know. I was number one on WikiFeed too for a while oh, okay. until they they I, banned I, me. my my feet are terrible. Oh. My feet are. You you did you see my feet in the human cake video? Yeah. Not oh, it's been a while. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's one. Speak. Actually, that's a question I wanted to ask you. That's an yeah. interesting one. Filthy Frank, of course, who is <laughs> mutual friends of both of ours. Right. I don't know if he was in that video, but obviously. The human cake? Yeah. He yeah, was. he was. Okay. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. But who would have thought that Filthy Frank, the most. I mean, how do you even describe would, would, it? Would, would become. Yeah. One of the most relevant pop artists. He's really popping. Yeah. And good. Yeah. No, for sure. What are your thoughts on Joji? I mean, I generally think his music has a powerful presence to it. I think his latest project, he kind of phoned it in. I don't, I don't know what it, maybe it was mm. a contractual obligation thing. Mm. It was almost like a, an EP with some bonus tracks on it, sort of like being marketed as an album. But, you know, every, every once in a while, you know, like Brockhampton, for example, you know, they had to end out their contractual obligations with a few records before they ended the band. And, you know, the two records they just came out with didn't really sound like they had a whole lot of effort put into them. Mm. Um, you know, kind of the same thing with the Joji record. But there were some tracks off of it, like Glimpse of Us, which were really good. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think he's coming into his own as a songwriter and a singer. And it's been really cool to kind of see him go into a different creative avenue. Yeah. It's really interesting. His music videos are awesome. Mm -hmm. Love. Uh, also, also you, you fuck with Matt Watson? Uh, I don't like him. No, no, that's he, fine. But I like, I mean, I like, he sent me, I don't know, he's kind of a piece of shit. They sent me a chair that was really small. Uh, from what I've heard, I don't like. I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll say I, I'm, I'm on good terms with Matt. Okay. But, but he's also kind of, you know, making his attempt at a little YouTuber kind of music balancing thing too. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, it's, it's good that people in this field are um, do, doing, doing, making some waves in the music world. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen this, um, but he got his ass fucking beat. Oh, no, I saw that. You did? Yeah. Oh, let's watch him 4K. Oh, God. Because it only lasts five, five seconds. Um, no, I, I saw. This is all I know about Matt Watson is this right here. Ready, Matt? Did you, by the way, I, I'm, this, I'm joking, by the way, but did you see Joe Rogan crying about how this clip 
You never what, what, saw that, what, bro? No, what, what did he say? Oh, you're going to love this. Oh, my God. I got Here, someone send this to me. Dude, you're going to love this. So you uh, you watched this. You, you saw I, the I large. did watch this. Now, and I'm aware of dad. Like, you know, I, I come from a, a, an era of YouTube. I, I remember dad. from. Yeah, me too. Day. Me too. Man. You know, honestly, like, truth be told, <laughs> I would not want to fuck with dad. Like dad, I would like, not get in the ring with dad. Knowing his, even at the weight that I am, knowing his background, he's 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 gonna out. He's he's faster than you. You can't keep up with that speed. He's a dancer. He's, he's gonna a have. Dancer. He's gonna have. He's endless, got insane endurance, and yeah, also he's, he's gonna a have little crazy stamina. Yeah, and he's and definitely, he's definitely he's got, got a screw loose. Yeah, yeah. Like he came on our show to promote uh, his fight against Matt, hmm. and he was just like. Um, He's, He's an like, animal. My life is a tragedy. I'm fighting for my dead girlfriend. I was like, mm. "Whoa, dude! I don't want to fuck. I don't fuck with." Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want a dead girlfriend punch. No, no, nobody wants a dead girlfriend punch to the no. face. No, but I would pity anyone who gets in the ring with him, dude. That would be a fucking disaster for anybody. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, no, I like Matt Watson. He's just a giant pussy, dude. Yeah, he he didn't prep for this. He didn't <laughs> practice at all. Very obviously. Like, geez, the body blows. Like, he's punching so fast. Dude, dad. How do you, you can't even keep up. Bam. Bam a lamb. This was, this, this was the first fight, and I was yeah. just like, what is this? He's not, even, bro? he's not even, he's not defending. He's not even really trying to hit back. Oh, <laughs> what are you, what? I was how, just like, what how, is this? How? His, his, his uh, comb over blowing in the wind. Right. Because he's so fast. Yeah, so anyway, everybody's familiar with this. So, Joe Rogan somehow came across this fight. And I why is he wearing a NASA? Yeah, like what? Yeah, is 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 Joe okay? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, the man does a lot of DMT, and at that age, I'm just not sure that the chemistry of the brain like, is like be he, he he's he's wearing a a, a fake cosplay NASA <laughs> top like he's six years old. I mean, like, does he think he's actually an astronaut? He might. I mean, he spends his free time in a deprivation tank on DMT. That cannot be good for your brain. He thinks he's orbiting the moon right now. And <laughs> well, you'll see how fucked up he is. So he saw that fight between Dad and Matt Watson. Uh -huh. And I just need to emphasize to you that this, his take right now is 100% genuine. Fuck you. This is an edit that Matt posted. I saw a video uh, Matt today posted. of a boxing match between a father and a son. It made me so sad. I swear to God, it made bro. me so sad. Oh my god. Because there's this young the great kid. Joe Rogan. He looks no. like he's probably like 17 or 18. No. And the father's 42. No. And the father beats the shit out of him. No. I mean, like, no. dings him in the head and he keeps literally punching has him. daddy like, on his chest. Son. That's your son. Well, no. And we're watching you no. beat so, your he's son. He's on the verge of tears. Because I get your son probably got cocky with you, but. <laughs> and he celebrates after he knocks his son out. It made me so sad. Because first of all, I'm like, that kid has brain damage now. 100%. Maybe it's just a little. Maybe he'll be fine. Maybe he'll get over it. But maybe you fucked him up. That can happen too. He might be depressed from now on after that. It might fuck up his pituitary gland. It happens to people. And you just did that to your son. You're supposed to, like, touch him up. You're supposed to not even hurt him. Like, slam him in the body a little bit. Like, you think he can fight? Okay, good dude. Okay, let's a little, have a little boxing match. You don't tee off on your son's face on television. It's crazy. How old, how old was the kid? Kid looks young. To me, he looks like, you know, he could be 20. He could be 19. He looks young. <laughs> he's real skinny. And the father's kind of jacked. Not too jacked, but, you know, he's Jesus. fit. And he could fucking punch. He knows how to box. <laughs> and the son doesn't look like he has any idea what the fuck he's doing. I don't know 
what the thing was. That's like really what he's reacting to. to. Yeah, I they swear. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah we know this for a fact. You'll see. You'll see. Like, you'll see. You guys are crazy. That you failed. You have failed as a man. Yeah. This is it. That's not exactly what. No. It's not. What is it? They're not father son. Oh, why does it lie? It says father knocks out son in celebrity boxing match. Oh my god! This is like a YouTuber thing. This guy's a YouTuber and he's a YouTuber. I'm such a sucker. Can you fucking believe? Christ! Oh my fucking god! Is the popular entertainer in the world, and he's informing a whole generation of young men. Also, also on top of it, it's like you you literally make your bread and butter off of like a sport where people like if if he's that upset about people getting their pituitary glands fucked up like in in your field people get their pituitary glands fucked up all the time what does it matter if it's between a father and son you know it's like if 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 it's not between a father and son are you less sympathetic to the pituitary gland obviously yeah yeah but as long as it's not between a father and son fuck up as many pituitary glands as you want you know, he's just so unstable. He's like, I was sitting there and I was crying. His pituitary gland is fucked up. Yeah, bro, no. Your personal experience. I was thinking about it. I was in the deprivation tank this morning, thinking about this video. I was just coming down from my DMT trip. Mm. I had tears come rolling down my face. Why would a father do this to his son? The pituitary gland is not self-healing, I don't think. No, I don't think it is. Yeah. Hold on, I need to, I need to hit the DMT pipe one more time. I'm gonna Google if you can heal your pituitary gland. Yeah, let's get some details on the pituitary. <laughs> <laughs> That's him exercising. Yeah, he's such a fucking meathead bozo. <laughs> also, I love how he goes. Why do they lie? You dumb idiot, fuck. Ugh, I'd love that for him. Anyway, I'm surprised you haven't seen that book. Well, I mean, I'm glad I, mean, I could show it to you. Good, good news for anybody with a fucked up pituitary gland. There are options. Okay, treatable. Surgery. Ooh. There is also hormone therapy. Okay. There's also radiation therapy. If your pituitary is fucked up. Radiation? How's that yeah. going to help anyone? I'll, I mean, I, I can't tell you. I'm no expert. I'm, I'm just Dr. Google over here. But, um, you know, se- seems, like, seems like Joe's a little out of the know when it comes Matt to... Matt has options. Yeah, Matt has options. If his pituitary is currently <laughs> fucked up. Which, yeah, if, if it continues to be, he could go down that Joe Rogan route. He could become he could the next become Andrew Tate, who probably right. also like, has his pituitary gland fucked up. Right. Interesting. All right, check it out. We've got a bunch of, like, kind of games and goofs. We got. You said you have to leave at 3.30? Yeah. Okay, so let's... We got all kinds of fun goofs here. So, okay, let me go. I mean, I don't... The beef with Drake, I'm sure you've talked a lot about Drake! it. Um, I want, did want to touch on that, and then we'll get into the games, I guess. Okay. So is it? I mean, Drake's been Drake. thinking about you. Now you're not a Drake fan. This is the lore going. There's some into records this. I'm a fan of. There, there are a lot of songs I'm a fan of. I He's mean, got truth, great truth singles. Be told, yeah. The the number of people who I'm a fan of is mm. very few and far between. Okay. You know, off, often, often when it comes to a lot of the modern artists I review, I can't afford to be a fan of anybody because once you're once you're that, you know, you 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 can't. Uh, uh, you, Bro, can, you, you can't. Are you can't. Long motherfucking. Lady. Thank you. you are all Thank you. Over Sorry. My I was like. Sorry. I was like. Sorry. What? It, no, it's fine. It just shocked me. You like, can't. This is like right next. To you me. can't record. Like, you can't. You can't review someone's music in an unbiased manner. And I have to save my biases for white power music. I see that. I, I have to. I have to <laughs> hate on white power music. I can't just you know blindly hate other music. I need to save that for any music uh, made by people who are pro-white. Okay, that's yeah. fair. So the the story is, you made a video. Right. 
saying that Drake slid into your DMs mm -hmm. and this is all fabricated. The fact that he slid into my DMs was true. The DMs right, that right, we right, showed right. were fabricated. Okay, so he slid. Okay, hold on. Hold you on. thought you were the only goofster. All right, hold on. I'm, gotta, a, I'm a goofster too. Um, I got some goofs. Hold on, hold on. I want to find the original. Uh, find the original one? The one that he actually sent you. Yeah, the one that he actually sent me that he shared. Here it is, here it is. Instagram story. So Drake actually DM'd you this. Right, he actually DM'd me that. He says, your existence is a light one. Yeah. And the one is because you are alive. Now, if he doesn't like me, wouldn't, wouldn't, the, wouldn't me being alive be a detriment to my score? Wouldn't he be less generous because I'm well, alive? I guess, I guess to him, a one is like, you know. Wouldn't, I be, wouldn't I be a 10 if I, if I was dead? Potentially, yeah, that could, that could change things. Yeah. He says, and somehow wife the black girl. Right. So he's actually deep into your life's yeah, he's, he's like I don't he's think Google, most people he's Googling know. my personal information. I don't think most of your fans are aware of the, you know, ethnicity of your wife. Right. Because you're, you're very private. Right. But he does know that. Yeah, he's, he's weird. And he knows your cadence. He speaks like you. Yeah, he's, he's using my scoring system. And he's, I'm feeling a light to decent, which is kind of yeah. what you say. Right. One on your existence. So right. this is like, he's mad. He's like salty. Yeah. So kind of so what do you what's going through your mind? And, and you I left and I left him on red. Ah, ah yes. he was expecting you to try to. So what do you think? I mean, this is like this must have been so unexpected. Yeah, when I got this, this was like um, this was uh, like midnight. This he must be on West Coast time. This was like midnight on a Wednesday, and I was working out of my garage, and I just you know was looking at my Instagram, and I saw that I had a message from him. And, um, you know, I just, I screenshotted and I sent it to a bunch of my friends who were just like, this is not real. This cannot, no. This yeah. is not, this, you, you made this up. And I was like, no, I, I sent it to maybe like half a dozen people. I was like, look at this. This is, well, what the fuck should I do? And, um, you know, I just sat there and I thought about it. And, um, you know, I thought about the morals of the situation. Obviously, you don't just want to share private DMs to the internet. That's, that's bad form. Personally, in this situation, I wouldn't mind. Because like he's he's sending you an unsolicited hate. Message. He is, but simultaneously, it's like I also thought in my head that's what he would want, you know. Yeah. And and I think like given his profile and given my profile, there would have very much been sort of like the inevitable reaction of like this is fake. You made nobody no, would have believed. No, no way Drake messaged this to you. Yeah. You know. So because that was sort of the presumption, I I, I got what you probably get a lot of the time. I got content brain. So, you know, something happens to you and immediately you're like, yeah. how do I turn this into content? Sure. So <laughs> I was like, since people are going to think the message from him is made up anyway, let's just make one up. And then, and since, and since he watches, He's he'll, he'll, he'll see a video that says Drake DM'd me <laughs> and he'll watch it and he'll see it's a funny inside joke. So, so fucking brilliant because... You were right that he expected you to share it. And I think his idea was like, oh, nobody's going to believe him. Yeah. Or and you baited him so good. Or either either not believe me or he'll see me on camera mad. Mm -hmm. Oh, you called me a light one. Drake! You know, um, <laughs> see me angry or see me like, you know, uh, firing shots at him or being bitter or whatever. And I thought that like, 
I thought, honestly, even though Drake does have a reputation for being a little bitter and, you know, sort of vindictive sometimes, I thought he would see the video and think it's funny. Right. And then maybe DM me and just be like, that was pretty funny. I thought right. you were going to talk about the DM that I sent you, but instead you did this silly thing. That's pretty cool. I, th I thought he would maybe want to chat after that and just kind of be friendly or just, you know, right. see, see, see that there was no malice coming from my end because mm. obviously I don't spend the video attacking him. No. You know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't necessarily expect him to do what he did. Dude, this was it's one of my favorite stories of the year. And what I loved about this is because when I watched your video the first time, I was like, Drake seems fucking awesome. Like, this DM <laughs> rules. I was like, yo, Drake is kind of like... <clears throat> Super cool. He's so, a nice guy. So you you fabricated this DM exchange. You said, Make him seem nice. Dude, I, I was a huge Drizzy fan after this. He says, Anthony, it's Drizzy. I know we don't see eye to eye about music and that you're not the biggest fan of mine. Thanks for the kind words on Take Care and if you're reading this, though. But it, it is what it is, you know. Can always hope you'll like the next one. But I'm Smi Smiley emoji. Smiley, yeah, yeah. But I'm not messaging you about your video. I'm actually messaging you because I found a really great vegan cookie recipe that I love you to try. Wait, hold on. I have to find it in my bookmark. Here it is. <laughs> I'd really appreciate it if you could give this a spin and let me know if it's worth trying myself. Appreciate you. Drizzy out. Some people have made the recipe on TikTok. And it looks, it looks like it came out pretty good. Did you just find this on the internet and copy-paste? Uh, my, my editor did. They... Yeah. I, I, had, I had the idea... And I said, like, I, 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 it was, it was sort of a choose your own adventure thing. I said to them, um, shout out to Austin. I said to them, um, we can either do a cookie recipe as a fake DM, or we could do Drake messaging me to ask about like, what can he say to this girl that he has a crush on? And then I give him advice on like what to say to the girl. Mm. Um, and, and Austin went to, no, we got to go cookie recipe. And this then I said, was, okay, uh, bro. you know, just, I, I said, I screenshotted the DMs and I said, use this as a base for the Photoshop mm -hmm. and just throw the, throw the recipe in there and, um, uh, you know, whatever you find on the internet. And that's how that came together. And so you put this video and I'm sure all your fans just thought it was some kind of wacky. Yeah. They joke. just thought it was some silly stuff because yeah. on the Fantano channel, I'm, you know, I, I, I very often will shit post or just sort of like, you know, give very inauthentic or sort of silly opinions on things, just sort of like throw people off. There's a lot of serious opinions on the Fantano channel too and commentary, but uh, every once in a while I'll do a silly video just to, you know, kind of uh, be tongue in cheek or be, be, you know, whatever. And so within two hours, Drake, yeah. who is apparently a huge fan of yours, right. um, posted this story, mm -hmm. which presumably he was like, nah, this is what I said to him. Yeah, that's really what Which happened. kind of, like, outed himself as kind of a big dummy, because this makes him look like such a fucking douche. And gives you a ton of clout. So, in terms of chess... I, I mean, I, I appreciate it. You know, I mean, thank you at the end of the day. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I don't have to, like, you know... Uh, get into this for like clout reasons or anything like that but uh you know si since then we we've had we've had positive exchanges you know, positive. <laughs> you've you've spoken to drake since then we we've I'll, I'll say we have we've had positive exchanges you know not 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 to the level of logic we're not like on the phone besties and I'm you guys dm'd uh we've 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 had exchanges you don't want to say you don't i don't, don't want to say but it's it's been positive okay Where, you know it's like there's no there's no there's no bad blood there, there okay know, that's nice no animosity that's nice i love to hear that yeah He's probably feeling bad because you just fucking clowned on him so bad. Like this, this YouTube music reviewer got the best of 
Drake, 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 Drake. Drake, 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 Drake. So, but there you go. Oh, by the way, and the best part, I mean, how many followers? He's got 119 million followers. He basically promoed you to. You have 500,000. I mean, what a L. Yeah, I got like, I, I think I got like 20K new followers that day. <laughs> That's like, awesome. I, just off of him sharing that, it was preposterous. Well, there it is. Um, by the way, you called him a groomer. I don't know if you guys have discussed that on in the DM. That was that was not a uh, a part of the discussion. It says, "Oh wait, what is this?" Is this no, just, that was that, that's somebody else's. You meme. retweeted this. Uh, that that was just that was just a funny meme. I didn't know. Uh, I, I don't recall the groomer. Text, oh, here, but, uh, here. It's just this part. Yeah, that's that's just that part. That's Do you think he's a groomer text. that we're talking about the Millie Bobby Brown thing or him dating like his niece or what? What was it? I, I girl, he like you know? he has he has a history of having some contact with teenagers that people seem to be kind of I don't know. I guess uh, uncomfortable Uncomfy. with yeah. it's it's a little it's a little odd it's a little weird. I mean, I, I guess I'll say this: like if Drake is such a, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I, I guess in the in the wake of Me Too, we've seen all types of people, you know, um, uh, fall from grace because of their very you know bad behavior and rightfully so. Um, you know, I guess I would like to think that if there was anything super scandalous out there about him, like you know, if he was stupid enough to send underage girls DMs that could potentially yeah, incriminate him. You, you know, maybe it would have come out by now. I think that's but, a fair uh, assumption. You know? I guess But we'll, you never know. You know then and that's the thing. You never really know and I don't want to make any presumptions of the guy or say anything uh defamatory or something like that. But I think um, you know, sort of like go off the presumption that he is most definitely a pedo. You know. Oh sorry. No. <laughs> no, he's not. That was a joke. I, there's no evidence that, that anything like that happens. Purely joke. <laughs> Not but even I mean, speculative. But, obvi but obviously, Not again, it's like joke. it's it's obviously widely acknowledged and understood. And you know, even guys like Tyler, the creator, have sort of like you know thrown out like a sub in a song, like "Oh Drake, I have a milli for you" or whatever, you know, a million or a you know so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So I mean, you know, I, I think uh, I I think it's something that I hope that he in his career you know continues to distance himself from just, and yeah. just you know behaves, yep. but simultaneously. I don't know what, you know, was sort of like going on in his head um, with the new record that he just put out with 21 Savage in terms of like the shots at Megan, uh, which obviously Tori that did Tori not ended age up well. Being, that, didn't age, yeah. that didn't age well. And then he had, um, uh, you know, the shots uh, against, what was it, Serena? Uh, that he was, uh, I'm trying to remember, like her significant other because <laughs> Drake had gone on a couple dates with her at one point. Hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, which I think... Uh, would have made for an interesting couple. I mean, you know, Drake and a tennis champion uh, together. Sure. But, uh, you know, I, I guess he sort of threw some shots at her significant other and, you know, maybe sort of like the bitter ex in that situation. I don't know. But, you know, either way, bad looks. I, I, don't, bad, know why, I don't know why he throws out so many bad looks. Yeah, so, you know what I mean, Drake? Uh, just fucking chill, bro. Oh, why is it? This Ohanian. I don't know how to pronounce it. He's like one of the co-founders of Reddit, right? Yeah, yeah. Serena Williams' husband. I actually connected with him once. I don't remember for what. But yeah, he's a, you know, he's super successful. He should just enjoy his success. Exactly. Why you got to be so pressed, bro? You went from being a character in a wheelchair. I mean, nothing's wrong with that. It's just a funny image. He's an actor. Yeah. Uh, went from being an actor on, you know, a, a drama show to being bitter about, you know, uh, various. Sending various you hate DMs. And send, sending uh, music reviewers hate DMs. You know, and like God bless uh, all of our um, all of our fans who are in wheelchairs, but uh, 
This is a funny image. Let's not pretend like it's not, right? Can we not pretend? I'm gonna get this tattooed on my chest, bro. That'd be a statement. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to the game. So, uh, thank you for the, uh, thank you for the Drake lore. Yeah, no problem. All right, we have a bunch of meme songs we want you to review. Okay. On this show, we have a lot of goofy, kind of unbelievable songs that we keep playing. Yeah. We got have, like some good running gags. We've got five here, okay? Okay. I'm gonna play them for you, mm -hmm. and just on, be honest. Okay. Yeah, and- Ready uh, for full honesty. Yeah, I know you always are. Radical honesty. Now this one comes from R. Kelly, who's, you know, a great singer. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, are you familiar with this tune? Play it up. So this is uh, called Passports. Mm. He is on tour in Ethiopia. Uh, here you go. The day before I got on the plane to come out here, me and my girl broke up. Yeah, we broke up. The ladies are excited about that. Oh, yeah. The beat is, I'm feeling it too. Right. It's a good melody. Mm hmm. And it was over something really, really silly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something we shouldn't have broken up over, but it is. It is what it is. We broke up, and here I am in Ethiopia tonight. <laughs> He's in jail, of course, for Question. sex trafficking and right. imprisonment. Is there right. anybody out Our there other. single? Yes, we will. That broke up with a man, and they're looking for somebody else right now. You gotta be single. Shout out to the Ethiopian TV channel on YouTube. I you mean, gotta be single. Good angles. Where else would we see this? Single ladies, put your hands the in the air. This is the only place. Yeah, this so is I a deep cut. You. Right. Shout out to the keyboard player, too. I think we single handedly blew this song up. But hold on. The I'm best confused. part's good. Single ladies, single ladies. Now, I would like to get to know you and talk to you and have a drink or something and we can just have something to eat and just but at the end of the conversation at the end of the conversation I'm gonna want you to come back to America with me mm -hmm. I know I am mm -hmm. so you gotta be willing to split the difference come to America and see me I come out here to see you in Ethiopia But it's so hard to get back and forth, so hard to get back and forth. Problem. How am I gonna get you from Ethiopia to America? Right. Let me think. Let me think. He has a solution. It's coming. You haven't seen this? Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a big problem. I got it. He's got it. Have your passport did you get your shots girl <laughs> would you like to come back with rob to america because you need shots to go from a right country to right yeah. do you have your passport to immigrate did you get your shots 
Wow. Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? And again, he was arrested America. for human trafficking. Right. America. Interesting coincidence. I wonder if the... I love the background singer. Oh, fire. So, I fucking love this song. I'm. Was this rehearsed? I guess that, my, that's a hotly debated. Yeah. Now, in my opinion, I think he took the show on the road. Mm. These guys think it was improvised, mm. but could just been improvised for that date specifically. That's what the, that's what a lot of people think. But to me, it's like he's put a lot of time. He knows about the immigration process. He put the time into it. He right. knows about the shots. You 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 think he's going from country to country and swapping out the the you know whatever whatever place whatever location that he's in and sort of offering an american trip to you know i think ethiopia mate potentially zambia this, this germany wherever I, I think probably he he preys on more of the poor african countries i think he would. sure i mean any anybody who he can sort of lord over yeah this was one of our top selling merch items of last year by the way <laughs> um, um you know my uh my my opinion my expert opinion is i i feel like the 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 music's about at an eight but the lyrics are are at a not good so i'm kind of torn <laughs> well we need a we need a rating so we're, we're, I, I, would, I would say we're landing at about maybe a decent three maybe a three yeah so so you're saying the lot the melody is nice Me the melody and the music and the drummer was killing it background singer was on point as well right who may have been trafficked from whatever country they were at previously. <laughs> right, right, right. They, that, that background yeah. singer may be sort of singing Does anybody want to join my band tonight? Right, you become a member of the band <laughs> yeah, yeah. as soon as you, you join up. So, um, but the lyrics, is it what, he, is it that what he's saying? Because his singing is beautiful. Right. Is it the content, content of what he's saying? Yeah, it's a saying? very creepy content. Okay, okay. So that, 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 that. Yeah. Okay, a three. Yeah, I would give really. it a now. I'm not a critic. I would give this a seven, but uh, <laughs> I'm no critic. I love this song, and, but okay, I'm glad that you saw that. Hmm. Here's another one. This one comes from uh, Logan Paul had a crypto project last year. Yeah, I heard about that. Dink doink. It's it's gone really well, right? Well, so no, there's one. There, there's a new one that he's getting shit about the Coffeezilla. Yeah, but this was from last year. It was a crypto project called Dink Doink. Is anybody in? Does anybody <coughs> have any? Logan Paul NFTs that works on your production crew? I wish, man. Mm. Bro, if is, they that, is that a sponsor? If they did, they'd be, they'd be retired by now. Is that a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> Logan Paul NFTs? Well, 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 what's interesting, and, you know, everybody put their money into this mm. dink-doink, and then all of a sudden, it just went to zero. Like, oh, really? Crazy coincidence. That's never happened to end an NFT it has project it, it before. Has but anyway, here he made this theme song for the dink-doink coin, mm. and I'd like you to uh, view it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, it's currently at. Sorry, I just, sorry. What's what? How does it's this not express even, it's not the numbers? It's not even a cent. Oh no! Well, well, here would be a cent. It's a fra yeah. It's a fraction it's of about, a fraction. It looks like a, a billionth of a, of a cent. <laughs> for, cent. For the chart, you should go to the uh, the max. 
Hit, hit Max at the top right. <laughs> so here is the history of Dink Doink Coin. Um, and so it was never even a cent to begin with. Well, you know what? What? A lot of cryptos, because he, they make like a hundred trillion. Right. So, um, it's still a lot of money, I think. It's a, they do these weird things, but yeah, it's down to... Oh, it's weird. Yeah, so here, here, it, here it is. Uh, sorry to interrupt you there. Who, who decided on the South Park aesthetic? Logan Paul, yeah. as far as I am aware, is the mastermind behind this project. Got it. Yeah. He's just a big fan of South Park. And he's singing they should sue him for this. I, I honestly, I it, it totally honest God looks, It honestly to God looks like a South Park. You know, that's an interesting legal issue, like, because he's, they're not using the characters, but sure. they are using the art style. So I wonder style. if that is... It's like artistic. It's like artistically speaking, a deep fake. Like, what, what if somebody used a deep fake of you to endorse? That's a, a really. That's a really, really good point. Yeah. Like the way that it looks, it looks like Matt and Trey made a video to get people to buy up into an NFT scam. That's a really good point, and I and I'm, I don't think it's too late for them to sue them too either. Maybe sue. if they are watching this, Re making a recommendation for yeah. Uh, uh, this is not legal advice. This is legal advice. Sue them. <laughs> <laughs> Even the humor style You know what? Here, I'll, I think Matt and Trey Parker were involved in this project. I'm just saying that you because it that? makes his defamation. Because, like, I'm not involved. So if he if we can show that he convinced people that South Park is involved, you, then you he's, can show. Then he's you can show. So you can I, show it. So here you can show this in court, Matt and Trey. Yo, South Park is involved in this token. I'm gonna buy it because I trust them. <laughs> so that could be useful in court. <laughs> And, and yet the numbers never went high. Never, never. They just went down. No, maybe, maybe after this it went higher for a second, but yeah, mostly. When you turn my wallet into a penthouse. That part is true. It, it, it did turn his wallet into, he got rich off of it. Oh, yeah. They're going to the moon, of course, was a crypto right. nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dogecoin, that sort of thing. Why don't yeah, so, you? So, so that's Dink Doink. Um, left, on a, left on a cliffhanger. <laughs> By the way, this is actually the thumbnail. Yeah. With the shiny ass teeth. Um, <laughs> what do you think? I can't believe you didn't make my teeth like fucked up in the. You should have. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. I thought about it. I can't. To be want. honest, I thought, At least about, you thought it. about it. I didn't want to. Actually, actually, I like. Um, Jeez, uh, it's kind I, of a fire beat, I think. Yeah, it's kind of a fire beat, and ding dong is my favorite kind. It's catchy. Uh, you know, uh, again, I, I feel like I'm feeling about maybe a seven on the music, Ooh. But, but then, uh, you know, it had like a nice emo trap kind of vibe to it yeah. going on. But yeah. then, but then you had kind of the scamminess of, the, yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna, I give this a 
point zero 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 one seven four three one out of ten. Wow. There it is. To the moon with this rating. Yeah. Once again, music is good, the content questionable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So the meme songs are having a rough time here today, but mm. this one I think the content is good. Okay, it's wholesome. Good on this one. There's nothing wrong. This one is a iconic song. Mm. It's called That's America to Me. Okay. And I think you're I do love some blind patriotism. You're gonna love this one. Sorry, I'm gonna start it from the top here. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, of course. You want the tension to build to build on the intro. Yeah, it's all good. That's America to me. Is that how it goes? Exactly. Dude. Okay. You're right. Nailed it. I've never heard this before. <laughs> I was like, I've never fucking heard this. I was like, have you heard this? Nope. Mom and Dad. Sorry, there's just some comments I need to read. Uh, I see a lot of people saying this new South Park NFT seems really interesting. Mm. So, South Park made an NFT called Dink Doink. Did you all hear about it? Mm. <laughs> I just want to get him sued so, so bad. Sounds like something that sounds out of character for them. But but, uh, but there it is. It's mm. unmistakably South Park NFT. Maybe mm. they can still invest. Mom and dad and apple pie. Baseball games and picnics in July. Woo! The guy's mustache is good. That's America. Even that dude's mustache has molested kids. A pride that only freedom understands. That's America. That's America. That's America to me. I did nail it. How yeah, did I no, know? No, you nailed How it. How did I fucking I know? I legit was. How did I know? And choreography? Right. That's America. There's a budget too in this. I don't know where. Right. Defensive rights. Yo, karate. Yeah, that's that's what they teach American foot soldiers. <laughs> that's America. That's America. He's got so much charisma. Me. So do me. There's a lot of key change. He says the land of diversity, but I don't see one. I see everybody on that stage is white as shit. Oh, never mind. Fuck me in the ass. There, this is diversity. That's America. As long as you respect God, it's diverse. Whew. Family values. Uh, <laughs> That's America. That's, That's America. America. That's America. That's America to me. That's America. That's America. I mean, wholesome top subject matter. Yeah. Beautiful singing voice, top ten. level choreography. 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out of 10. Come on, be honest. It's flawless. This isn't a joke. It's flawless. 
It's flawless. So you're giving this a perfect 10? Yeah, giving it a perfect as 10. As far as singles go, how many 10s have you handed out? Uh, uh, as far as singles? I don't know. I, I haven't really, I don't really score a whole lot of singles. This is, this is the rare occasion in which I've scored a single. Okay, so America's leading the way. We have two more. I want to show you Andrew Tate, of course. Uh, I'm sure you're aware. He, did you know he had a short music career? Yeah, we, we uh, did a Fantano channel reaction to it. Is this Mr. Plenty or this is this the Sugar other one? Daddy? Oh, Sugar. Okay. No, sh I haven't done a reaction to Sugar Daddy yet. Okay, Hold on a so second. Hold on I, a second. I think Sugar Daddy, he made private shortly after or something. I need to. Well, he uh, privated it? Why would he do that? <laughs> yeah, why, why would he private this? <laughs> I, might, I, might do, I might do a fun little follow up. Yeah, you uh, should. Because uh, the, 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 first, the first video did so well. So, so I, got, I got content brain. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. You're going to want to watch this. Yeah. I don't want to lie. Girl, you know I want to do, but I don't want to try. I'll take you to Dubai. Put you in the sky. Money on a plane. Put you in the girl, sky. I want to ride. Make you feel nice. Get a little high. But if I'm on the grind, then I probably won't reply. I'm the type of guy. Bitches on the side. I'm going to spend the money. We can spend a little time. All you got to do is ask me. Ask me. I can make you look classy. <laughs> make you look classy. Make you walk past me. Make you walk past me. I to get you in my backseat. Put you in my backseat. Call me Mr. Plenty. Plenty. Check the leather on the bed. Bentley. Bentley. It's rare. It's it's really long. Like I mean, three what, minutes. What, what's what, what I find weird about this video? What I find weird about this video is that often in rap videos, you will have a handful of different shots, and across those shots, you will have a costume change because obviously, okay. like, you have a rapper that wants to, like. You know, Flat. they want to showcase their outfits and their chains and, you know, their style and so on and so forth. Andrew Tate has gone from one haircut to another. Is that right? He has yeah. like this weird little short, like English buzz. Yes. And then he goes full bald and he's kind of bouncing back and forth between being bald and just that kind of having very that. That is very interesting. That's the game. So here he's full bald. Yeah. Sometimes he's full bald. Then sometimes he's got a little like. And sometimes he's got a little on the top, yeah. which I, I don't get. It's kind of jarring. And this guy has a shirt as a dress. So what are we what are we feeling in terms of uh, the musical credentials here? Yeah, this this is this is mid. The beat sucks. The vocals are the flow. Funny. The flow. <laughs> there's not a lot of flow to it. But call me Mr. Plenty. Oh wait, there's. I'll put you in my Bentley. Wait, the best part is here at apparently at 1:30. Let me, let me make sure I, you see that. To give it a fair review, of course. Yeah. Girl, look yeah, girl, girl, you look good. Girl, look good. Incredible sugar backup daddy, vocals. Right. Yeah, we we play that sound bite a lot. That was kind of fresh what you did back there. Such a smooth voice. Such a smooth, yeah. beautiful puts me at ease. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me want to be sex trafficked. Yeah. <laughs> He, he does. He does. If somebody said to me, "What does a sex trafficker sound like rapping on a beat?" Mm. It probably would be like, "I'll sex traffic you." Move to Romania. I'll take good care of you. It would be somewhere in that bad cigarette breath range. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <coughs> so what are we feeling? I, I would say we're feeling a a, a negative three. Negative okay. Three okay. All right. Or whatever, whatever amount of, whatever amount of years Andrew Tate's going in the slammer out of ten. 
That'd be a really good he, he, hasn't, he hasn't been sentenced yet. I think he's gonna be doing at least 15, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> Damn, I wanted to play you this Yoko Ono song, but it got claimed. Uh-oh. That sucks. I've never seen this notification, though. It says the owner allows the content to be used on YouTube. Oh, so is it still monetized? Uh, I'm not sure. Dude, I've Yoko's a woke before. queen, bro. That's awesome. Oh, God. I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of a Yoko stan. Okay. I'm, so I'm then slight, slight maybe, let's stan. Pull it, maybe, maybe just open it on the phone and he can listen to it because y'all know the war. What's, what's the song? The war zone is called. War zone? Yeah. Is it like a, re is it like a recent one? Um, it's not super old. It's, it's not super within old. the past was, 10 years. If, if, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's probably, okay, show, show me this awful ass song. Should we just, let, let's just listen to it, I guess, for a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I want to hear it. Yeah. I can find you a good timestamp if you want. The owner allows content to be used on YouTube. See the, click the details. What does it say on that? I've never seen that either. Oh, let's see. Can I, play, can I play a Yoko banger? I love, I love Yoko. I'm going to play a Yoko. <laughs> it's Yoko. Okay. Uh, it says impact on the video. No impact. No impact. Channel not affected. Visibility. And monetization? Um, this channel I uploaded doesn't have monetization, so I can't check that. Okay. Well, are we going to hear it? Um, I thought, are you going to play one? Do you, do you want me do you, do you to search it up here or do you want me to play it off my phone? Oh, I can search it. Uh, it's called Walking on Thin Ice. Oh. Wait, you want me to search it? Okay, sorry. Yeah, because it it it's going to get claimed too, I think. Okay, well, we don't have to do it. If That's it's what I'm afraid. Claimed. You know, it's like yeah, you do a three hour I'll just play it. I'll just play it over my phone. Yeah. High budget. Yeah. 13,000 views after six years. John's mind it's, is going it's, to good it's, use. It's a deep cut. It's got a great beat. It's got a great dance beat. Oh, there was like a rogue frame in there. They didn't even edit it up right. Like, look at this. There's like a rogue frame there. You see that? Oh, that's weird. It's like Fight Club. Right. <laughs> Maybe that was, the, that was the point of inspiration. This song is a lot better than the one. Oh, I believe it. This one's a bot. All right, here. Let me play you um, Warzone. Play it for Get me. Your girl. By Yoko. Get your girl. Oh, no. Okay, here. I'll just I'll play it for you. Here. Play it for me. Yeah. Elephant noises? <laughs> yes. This is avant-garde. <laughs> Very. <coughs> Machine gun fire. <laughs> uh, it's got almost half a million views on it. Well, it's... I think we're responsible for that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a little on the nose. <laughs> the... The machine gun sounds are so bad. <laughs> oh shit, this song's awesome. John Lennon. They're balls? Oh, a rat? <laughs> if one of you upload it to a monetized channel real fast, to play it. Yeah, it's that. It's that for the whole time. I mean, frankly, I, I find her voice haunting. I've always found her voice very unsettling. Like in a compelling way. Like in, in, in an interesting way. Mm -hmm. In an interesting way. Well, for Warzone, it's, it's, uh, for off, off of what I heard, we'll, we'll, uh, 
we could we could say a seven out of ten for Warzone. Wow! It, it would be it would be a ten if there was actual machine gun fire in the studio. Okay, as opposed I see. to as opposed That's to stock. Guard. She's yeah. a coward for not doing. We that. we we need actual gunfire in the studio. <laughs> Zach, you're fucking crazy, dude. That's Wendy Williams. If she if she was if she was singing like that while firing a Glock. Okay. In the studio. That that'd be I think that would be that would, that would really bring the vibe of a war zone home. Well, John Lennon's uh legacy is in good hands there. Are you a fan of John Lennon? Uh I like John Lennon's stuff. Um I've uh, uh interviewed his uh son Sean on the show. Okay. As well. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Was that the one he abandoned or the one he loved? That was uh, that, that was that, that was that was the one between him and Yoko that he loved. Okay. Yeah. Can, that must be nice. <laughs> All right. So um, let me. Um, this is the. Last, I know you said it's three thirty, so I'm gonna do this really fast. Yeah. Okay. Go for do it. you need to leave right now? Yeah. Go for it. No. Tell me. Okay. So we all put together. We're confessing our guilty music pleasures. Okay. And I'll just be fast. I'll tell you what it is, and you okay. just give me your and snap. All right, tell me. Uh, judgment. Tell My me. guilty music pleasure is Third Eye Blind. I fuck with them hard, bro. Um, actually, the, the debut is really good. It's the debut album is insane, right? Gotta get my punk ass off the street. Yes. Like, so, okay. Knock so, it all down. Can I graduate? Yes. So, like it's, there's bangers on the debut. So that's uh, Fantano approved. Yeah, the debut is Fantano okay, approved. Okay, okay. Hell yeah, dude. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Zach's guilty music pleasure is Creed. Yeah, that's I'm, I can't. You can't get behind that. No, What's cannot. wrong, dude? What? Why? Just any kind of singing from the '90s or early 2000s that's just basically a shitty Eddie Vedder ripoff. So no. You gotta admit, though, not no, from a I, singing standpoint, but the choruses and it's hook, the hooks are. I, I don't have to admit anything. I'm not admitting anything. <laughs> you, you have to admit that. Support on this one, Zach. So you don't like the soul patch singing? No. Okay. Do no. you? Are, do you, does Eddie Vedder get a pass? No, I don't. You don't like, even fuck whoa. with Pearl Jam. No, I barely fuck with Pearl Jam. Wow. So so he's really out on this I'm, one. I'm I, I, like when it comes to that era, it's more it's Smashing Pumpkins, it's Nirvana, it's um yeah I I, I would say Chris Cornell hits more in that realm, but I actually like Chris's singing. Yeah. yeah. As Fantastic far boy. as that soul patch singing, I like Chris Cornell. Zach or uh, Dan, you're like my children. Head. I just cycled through All three of your names. All my friends are brown and boom, man. Yeah, I love that down, 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 So, Dan, I noticed your enthusiasm at uh, Fantano's denouncing of Pearl, of Pearl Jam. Yeah, I, I've always been a Pearl Jam hater. Um, just that's most grunge, frankly, is yeah, I'm not into, and that style of singing. And uh, Nirvana, are you gonna dis? You are you gonna say? Listen, I I, I respect Nirvana, but. Um, it, Shit! What's grunge, your what's your fave? What's your, what's what, what what's your era of that's, that era? That. Creed. Not 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 of that era, but like what is, what is what, are what your do you like? What is even? your favorite personal era or vibe? If like you just don't fuck with that yeah. 90s grunge era at all. Uh, I've yeah. always been more on the punk side of things. Okay. Um. So the stuff that was going on. One of my favorite uh, bands, Fugazi, in the okay. early nineties. I, I and think stuff that's, like that. Out of all the records that I have, that's one of the bands that I have the most records of. So, Fugazi. Yeah. Oh, so, so he has Eight. some free credibility. That's yeah. uh, Fugazi's great, top, but maybe a little close-minded. Top three band. I mean, you know, I, he doesn't I, like I, Nirvana. I mean, yeah, I feel like you should, you should like Nirvana. Yeah, what's wrong? You know? with I, I don't dislike Nirvana. I just am not. They're not that important to me personally. You know, it. it, it I never had an era where like that music really meant a lot to me or anything. So it's got just it. it's just always been like radio rock to me. I don't know. I got it. Oh, I got it. 
which, which like in, in some ways it is, but isn't necessarily a bad thing in my view. No, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on Nirvana. Nirvana. All right, well, Dan, let's do your guilty pleasure since you're, since we're, yeah, right. After saying that, I'm going to be so embarrassed. (laughs) Now, listen, Dan's guilty pleasure. I'll just be straight up. I didn't even know this was embarrassing because I'm a huge fan of this band and everybody I know growing up is, so I'm just going to blurt it out. Maybe it's a California thing. Sublime. Uh, I've, I've actually been on a sublime kick lately. There uh, we go. This, okay. this past this past summer, I, I uh, sublime's great. This past summer, I uh, my my cousin hit me up. Like this th- again. This this was like obviously vaccines are out and people are getting out into the world a little bit more. Weather's warming up, and my cousin hit me up out of nowhere and was just like, "Hey, are you free this weekend? Me and my boyfriend are going to a concert. Do you want to come with?" And I was like, "What's the concert?" And the concert was this band that's like pretty notorious for being a sublime cover band that mm-hmm. tours all over the East Coast, and I've been I've been basically avoiding them since college. Like, you know, so they, they do they, have a cringy reputation. You yeah, think? they've been around. Well, I mean, uh, among music nerds, yeah, you okay. know. So it's like they, they've been playing venues pretty regularly since like you know twenty years ago. Not the so. cover band, but like the original band. Oh, um, I, I would say among music nerds, Sublime isn't taken all that seriously. Okay, no, no they're not. And okay. yeah, I, I went out to go see him live, and I mean it was it was fun you know and and everybody was having a great time and um yeah i remember a lot of their songs from the radio when i was a kid you know i they they were like they were in the air they were all over the place and um you know i think uh some of the content of their music in terms of like you know the appropriation aspects have has like aged very badly frankly but there's, there's still like some good songwriting there okay there it is not too embarrassing there for you dan yeah it's it's uh, not it's, so it's it's some pretty decent white boy reggae um, right. <laughs> the only total denunciation so far is for Zach with Creed. Right. Coming up is AB's. I don't even know what this means, AB, but it says LFO Summer Girls. I thought oh, we were doing geez. a song, not like an artist at first. So that's a song. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar. Oh, I'm familiar. Oh, yeah. I, 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 who, I, saw, who sung it? LFO. LFO. Oh, okay. I, 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 I did a series on my YouTube channel. There's a couple different videos <laughs> where I. I listed the worst songs of my adolescence, and that that was on the list. <laughs> not, not 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 now not to say my adolescence as in like I listened to it when I was a kid. I just remember it from when I was a kid. Yeah, okay, okay. that was easily one of the worst songs I've heard in my life. And so, Av, <laughs> oh no, it's 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 fucking horrible, but I love it. Okay, it's so bad. I mean, you, you don't li- recall this song, or I actually I have. It's that weird boy band song where they're like Chinese food makes oh, me sick. Fuck. <laughs> one, yeah, yeah, the Chinese lyrics are for that fucking summer, horrible. For that summer, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of the yeah, lines yeah, is, yeah, I do. Stayed all summer, then went back home. Macaulay. Culkin was at home alone. Wow. That's <laughs> There's bars. bars yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fire. Okay. Well, so this is a total denunciation, I think. Which, yeah. to be fair, means that your admission is a really good one. Well, hold, hold on a second. I'll, I'll, say in the, I'll say in the instance of LFO Summer Girls, it's, it's sort of like Tommy Wiseau's The Room. You know, okay. it's, it's one of those exactly. things within art generally. It's, it's so bad it becomes entertaining. Is that what you meant, Avery? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yes. The <laughs> yeah. amount of joy that it brings me when people hear it for the first time is that when they are like, wait, the lyrics said what? It makes you want to die. There's yeah. a genre of music I call Shrek rock. And right. They're kind of the predecessor to that with yeah. like the fast talking, rhymey kind of what's swamp another, What's rock. another example of, of Shrek rock? Well, it would, the, the, the most famous one would be... Um, is it Greta Van Fleet? Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth is like oh, Smash quintessential Mouth. Shrek rock. Got it. Got yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> yeah. 
What's their famous one from Shrek? They go uh, All Star. All Star. Yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. quintessent. That is Shrek. But that though. song is amazing. So you you approve of All Star? Yeah, All Star's a All banger. Star. Did you did you see like Heil Hitler recently at like a biker rally? Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, he's falling pretty hard, man. He's in the he's still stuck in the swamp. That's that's rough. <laughs> he was like blackout drunk Heiling Hitler on stage. It wasn't good. The Smash Mouth guy. Yeah, the Smash, the Smash Mouth, Mouth guy. guy. It was a rough time for him. Olivia, I'm not sure this is controversial, but she says Selena Gomez. I think that's in terms of that's it's, acceptable. It's a guilty isn't it? pleasure for sure. I, I feel like she's not necessarily esteemed as like the musical artist artist. She's more of like an actress. Right. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily put this on in the car if I'm trying to super impress someone. Oh, uh, well, sure. So that's that's what I took as guilty pleasure. Got it. What do you think? Um I mean as far as like I mean it's like just some Disney pop, right? Disney you pop. Know? That doesn't sound good. I mean that's like, you know, nice. it's not it's not there's worse things that you could listen to. It's not like, you know, Okay. It's 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 not toxic. It's not harmful. It's not weird. Okay. You know, okay. It's like, I, I feel like there's a certain age at which listening to that sort of thing is okay, and people who grew up on that stuff still so, have mm-hmm. still still have like a soft spot in their heart for it. And so, so at what age does it stop being okay? I, I, I would say once you become a teenager. But again, and how old are you, something... Olivia? I am twenty three. So not it. She's not a teenager. <laughs> but if it's something that you grew up She's, on, she has grown up, and her music has. I think yeah. that she has good taste. Are you are you ta- are you talking about later cuts and stuff? Like, I'm, I'm talking about rare. I like rare the album. I thought it was good. Okay, there you go. But but again, if it's if it's something that like you know. Know, it was part of your musical diet during a formative there it age. Is. It's fine. There it is. Uh, There's a lot of shit that I listen to that is, is quite frankly pretty bad, but because I listened to it when I was a kid, I still have like a soft spot for it. Like what you want to give us a like example? like that band Bush. Oh, or, oh yeah, Bush. Um, Wait, like, you like um, Bush, but you don't like Creed? Uh oh. No, no. When I was a kid, when I was a fucking <laughs> child. But you still <laughs> fuck with it. Um. Yeah, the song Machine Head. What the yeah. fuck? That's the same shit. But um, uh, also, uh, also, um, uh, that that band, Mindless Self Indulgence. Oh fuck yes, like, dude! God, I listened man. to that. I listened to that when I was a kid, and uh, like obviously now I can still like appreciate it when I think when I put myself back into fourteen year old brain mode. But uh, <laughs> bro, when it, I was when I was when, that when, age? when you're when you're pushing forty, uh, bitches love me because they know that I can rock. Like that's it, it doesn't it doesn't hit as hard. You know what? Um, this is actually a. It's not. I don't like this music anymore. I'm happy to say I grew out of it. But mm-hmm. I owned Limp Biscuit albums. Yeah, so did I. You did. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't the only. I one. I, I, I feel like <laughs> any angry or sort of like any teenage boy during that era looking for some kind of like you know suburban teenage boy looking for an outlet was into some kind of rap metal. Do you remember he did a rap song with Method Man? Yeah, that was one of the biggest crazy. singles. It was. I didn't yeah. know that. That was one of the big singles off the record. That was fucking insane. Like yeah. Limp Biscuit rapping with Method Man. It was yeah. so weird. At, at the time, people, I mean, obviously, like, probably some hip hop heads. And together now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably some hip hop heads were batting an eye. But, like, you know, the, the people who that music was meant to appeal to were cool with it. You know? Hell I mean, of a time. I, at that time, I liked that. I liked, um, I loved Rage Against the Machine. Uh, but during they're, the, they're highly. Uh, they, they're, they were, but the thing is, when right? you're 11, 12, you don't know the fucking difference. You know, right, right. When all you all you know is there's an angry guy rapping over a rock song. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, so obviously. As I've gotten older, I enjoy Rage's music still to this day. Yeah, but you know, when I was when you're a kid, you don't really you're not really delineating. You're not ready between... to take down the uh, the uh, capitalistic uh, systems at 12. You know, like I at at the time, the I was. 
well aware of some of the content of their music and that it was like political in nature. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I didn't necessarily see Limp Biscuit as corny. I just saw it as like more yeah. angry. Yeah, no, at the time like he was cool. Music. Yeah. There was another band called Nonpoint that I liked at the time. I liked Corn as well. Corn. There was, was, was a lot of rap metal that I liked when I was a kid. So, um, can't this one's cams i'm not sure how embarrassing this one is mm. it's a genre of music 80 to 90s norwegian black metal is that pretty niche i mean it, it could be cringe depending on sort of like the philosophical or the, the ideology of the band a lot of, yeah a lot of those guys have shown themselves to be pieces of shit over the years and they're like too self-serious and racist yeah exactly so fuck them but i i like um like the big one's Dark Throne. I still listen to Dark Throne a lot, but you can't yeah. listen to like shit like Varg Vikernes' bullshit anymore because he's been proven to be a piece of shit. You know, the thing is like a lot of those people come from pagan backgrounds or at least that's how they see themselves. And, you know, in their own minds, they're revolting against kind of this Christian encroachment upon their culture. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, they live in very isolated, secluded areas where anything that's new or different to them is weird. Mm-hmm. So of co- and, and of course, like there's a lot of like, uh, obsession with heritage for some of those people. So, you know, anybody coming from a different cultural background is seen as like lesser than because, you know, th- there's like a superiority complex. So there. there's a little, so this is actually potentially really white. Uh, this is the white, Th- this, this is the white supremacy music. I have so much of a bias. So you have a little bit of a bias. Yeah, I, exactly. And I, I will say, I, I listen similar to you. I listened to it as a kid without realizing the underlying context of the backstory behind a lot of it. So I don't, I don't listen to much of it anymore, but yeah, it was just an edgy formative thing at the yeah. time. And, and, you know, and, and to be fair, there are some artists, you know, from, uh, that scene that, you know, don't fuck with that ideology yeah, at all for sure. or, sort of, or didn't make it a point in their music to have anything to do with it. You for know? Sure. And, and as it has, uh, you know, become more of a point of, uh, obvious polarization, uh, you know, have distanced themselves from it or have just continued to make sure that they have nothing to do with it. There, there are some people from that, uh, scene who over the years have come out of the closet as well, mm. you know, it's a, but they, but they, you know, are still respected in the scene mm. and stuff. So, um, you know, uh, it, it just, just stay away from the assholes. Essentially. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Just do your homework when you're looking up bands. Uh, there's one more love. He lives in Sweden. So mm-hmm. this one's called dude, Mark. Dödmark, yeah. I figured since I'm Swedish, I had to represent, and I think you know what Dödmark is, I'm guessing. I'm, un- I'm unfamiliar. Dödmark. Oh, there it young is. Young Lean and uh, Young Gudes, uh, kind of oh, punk grunge. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Isn't that like their punk band? Yeah. They, they got it, some bangers. They, have, they got some bangers, Yeah, though. it's very good, and I don't know if it's good if you, you don't, don't know You don't sound embarrassed at all. at all, though. Nah, I, I mean, it, Young Lean, if I were to just show a Young Lean song to anyone, I feel young like they Lean? would be... Yeah, he, he's, like this, he's like he's like. Wait, this are we talking cl- about Young Lean? Because he's yeah. famous. Yeah, he has what he's what he's referring to is a side project punk band that he's in. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. I see. But which, Young which Lean has some pretty good tracks. Is, yeah, yeah, it's it's really good, and I, I I am a little bit embarrassed when I show just Young Lean in general because I think um, I don't know it's very an acquired taste, I guess. Are Are you talking about like over there? Is is no, he, is, 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 he not, is he not worshipped like a god? Here he's wor- worshipped, but oh, the, I in mean, America, he should be. So, I mean, he's worshipped pretty much everywhere, I suppose. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Just people who haven't heard of him before. It's kind of... He should run for president over there. <laughs> I think I so, want, too. I want to ask you, actually, a question about Young Lean. Okay. Because when this song came out, I thought it was cool. I mean, I, I know it's mm. not the best music in the world, mm. but at the time, like, any of my friends who I knew who were into hip-hop... Okay. 
thought it was the dumbest shit and were like, like, dude, this is embarrassing. Don't show me this shit. Right. Like that bad, you know what I mean? Right. And so something like Kyoto, yeah. which came out um, nine years ago, right. were you fucking with this? Or what do you think about it? I was not it? fucking heavy with Young Lean's early stuff. I mean... This is his most viewed I, I, song. I, I guess I'll say this. Like, I did mess with Cloud Rap generally. I just think there were more interesting cloud rap artists. Okay, okay. You know, that, that actually brought some, maybe some better lyrics to the table. But like, I mean, I like the aesthetic. I get the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, it looks you know, like, like love. It's, it's got a lot of, there's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of style to it. There is. You know, yeah, I mean, play, play some of it. I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, I can't, yeah, yeah, okay, I can't yeah. Do don't, it. don't get in I trouble. I can't do don't it. Get in trouble. I'll, I'll say this, like, a lot of the production from that era, especially the Clans Casino stuff, was just amazing. Mm -hmm. you know, game changing beats, you know, but at that time, you know, Young Lean is, you know, often championed while I think, unfortunately, um, a lot of people or a lot of younger listeners who, you know, uh, enjoy his stuff to this day have kind of like, you know, fallen off in terms of like also recognizing the contributions from like Lil B or ASAP Rocky in mm -hmm. terms of his early stuff, which I mean, I, I sort of understand because ASAP has kind of, you know, transitioned into other sounds as well. And Lil B isn't... Uh, you know, quite as popping as he used to be, but um, you know, I, I think uh, uh, there there should be acknowledgement of artists that I think have made more significant contributions mm. uh, as far as like the cloud rap thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, well there it is, Anthony Fantano, finally got all of his opinions, got all my opinions, and I made it here. Yes, you sir. Could, you, could, you could check me off your smash list. I heard you're going to uh, Hassan's stream. Yeah, doing that tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that he's super boring, bro. So just be prepared to sit <laughs> yeah, there. He wants he wants to go to the gym with me. Oh, for real? Yeah. You think? Can you bench? Can, are you? Can you bench a lot? Uh, I can bench. I don't know if I. You think you can out bench him? Bench, no, probably not. Can't probably can't out bench him. Oh, you're going to benching. You're going to therapy gecko tonight. I'm going to therapy That's gecko awesome. tonight. So you're all your schedule is jammed. It's a whole it's a whole new media tour. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, Anthony Fantano, the busiest. Music nerd, he's on YouTube. You know where he is. I mean, are you? Do you have any projects? Still, you still on YouTube. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, uh, we're on Twitch, we're on TikTok, the Needle Talk. Um, we're just pumping out content all the time. There but it the, is. The reviews are still the bread and butter, and that's what we're doing. Does anyone try to pay you off for a good review? Um, mostly just sort of like smaller people who are just like who who just kind of presume that like out of the gate that's how things work right how much do you pay for a review and okay like, uh we don't you know? have you ever been offered did any of them ever offer you like an insane amount of money or anything like i don't know maybe some like fucking rich obscure weirdo like at one time not anybody anyone would care about but yeah. of course like i said no you know it's like there's never been an instance where like some guy like drake is like i'll pay you this for the review or i'll rate your existence to light one you know it's like mm -hmm. nothing, nothing like that drake! there it is all right anthony thank you so much for coming by it was really nice to finally Got a chance to to meet face to face in for the sure. chat. Uh, lots of love for you. Lots of uh, admirers here in the podcast. We're all fans of what you do, and uh, the audience loves you as well. So keep it up. Stay busy. That's what I'm gonna do. And um, we'll be watching. Thank you. So thank you guys. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Fuck baby. Fuck. Woo. Um. Anything going on next week, Dan? To tease. Uh. Our guest next Friday is, it, never mind, I'm, Olivia's going b -b 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 to me. So. Not. Okay, it's not, not confirmed. completely confirmed. But we might have a very interesting guest next week. 
Um, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I'll tell you after the show. Yeah. Hopefully it'll work out. Oh. And um, we have somebody on Monday calling in? Olivia's uh, lipping to me, but I still don't know what it is. Uh, John Buckley, the watch TikTok dude, to calling in on Monday. Oh, fun. I love him. Yeah. Big fan. <sighs> Olivia's typing it to me. I'll leak it. Oh, that is a... Okay, yeah. Yas. We can't say it? Why can't we say it? Because I guess it's not... It's... We'll talk about it. After All right. We go thank you guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you all on Monday for another action-packed week of content, laughs, spoofs, goofs, bomb threats, and um, no, what one of those? No, hostage videos. All right.